Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up, filthy animals? It is Ben from Blockbuster Mentality here. It is our 52nd episode. It is Friday, May 26, 2017, and we got a great show for you today. With me for the first time on the show is my good friend, Mr. Davo. Great to be here, Ben. Great to have you here. I'm so excited to be talking some movies today. Uh, we're going to be talking about Raging Bull, giving uh, just our thoughts on that movie, classic movie, uh, analysis a little bit on it. Going to talk about our, our most, uh, I guess, popular movies that we hate or just don't get the popularity to. We're going to give our top five list on that. And maybe some Star Wars stuff. I don't know if we'll have time. We'll find time. We'll find time, according to Mr. Dave. But uh, sit back, relax, let's talk some movies. And as always on the show, real quick, just want to go over the box office results because it was the first week of Alien Covenant. And uh, last week, me and Vinny had a little... uh, we we weren't sure how it was going to fare against Guardians of the Galaxy 2, if it was going to beat it. I thought for sure it would beat it. I just didn't think it would be this close. Uh, so coming in at number one in the box office this, box office this week was Alien Covenant with $36.1 million. Coming in at number two obviously was Guardians of the Galaxy 2, but with $34.6 million. So not a big difference there. Uh, I thought it was going to be... You know, a lot uh, further apart than that because last week Guardians had 64 million. I thought Alien would get at least that, uh, but not so much. Uh, coming in at number three, Everything Everything with 11.7 million in its uh, first week. Number four, Snatched with 7.8 million. And coming in at number five, King Arthur Legend of the Sword with 7.1 million. Um, I didn't get a chance to see Alien Covenant. Um, have you? Do you have any interest in seeing that? Are you an Alien guy? I like. Well, the original Alien was yeah. amazing. Yeah. Uh, the subsequent uh, sequels after that, yeah. not so much. The, I do see this one has a connection to Prometheus, right? So, which I liked. Which you, yeah. I think it got maybe panned, but I thought it was pretty good. Just at least interesting. The thing about Alien, it just scares the crap out of right. me. Right, yeah. So I'm watching this, I'm like, do I really want to see this? Because it just, it makes me feel so uncomfortable. Right. You know, it's like this undefeatable thing. <laughs> it's just going to watch people lose. You right, know? yeah. Like, aliens, uh, aliens you weren't that much fond of, or just... No, it yeah. didn't do much for me. Because no, I felt like I, I missed, after the the great filmmaking of the first and the second one is just now it's just scaring me and yeah. I'm not dealing with it and I want it. <laughs> yeah, I totally get that. Um, yeah, I mean, and then Pro- Prometheus for me, that it's almost like a love or hate kind of movie, but I, I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. It, just, it was kind of just, you know, it's okay, you know, for what it was. I appreciated it. But yeah, Alien Covenant, 36.1 million. Thought it would be a little more than that. Uh, but I do uh, want to see it. 
Yeah, no, definitely. But yeah. I, I'm just afraid. I'm gl- okay. Yes, you are. <laughs> and according to the reviews, it's it's not doing too bad so far. So we'll 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 see. We'll see. I talked to a couple guys at work, and they said uh, they they dug it. So so we'll see. Um, but uh, but yeah, that's that's pretty much it for the box office. We'll uh, talk about what's coming out uh, this week a little later on in the show. I did tell you I saw Beauty and the Beast. You uh, saw it, man. What uh, what'd you think? I would say it's a good movie if you take out the singing. Okay, you that just you're yeah. not into that as a musical. That's tough. But, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a little tough to take out the singing in a musical. Like Emma Watson, she's a good actress. Yeah, I mean, in terms of if this is what you're gonna think of as a beauty, that would not be my first choice. Yeah, uh, but everything else is fine. I mean the. The effects are good, the acting is good, but yeah. the singing, it's just, my goodness, they just leave it alone. And just, <laughs> really, when they're just doing like, it as like a movie, yeah. it's, it's good. It's it's a good love story and all that, but then they'll break for 10 minutes doing yeah. this whole thing, and I'm just bored out of my mind. Yeah, the singing just takes you out of the movie. Yeah, yeah. and I know that's the point, but did, I just still... Yeah. Did you see The Jungle Book? I did, yeah. I, which I enjoyed, yeah. actually. Yeah. That was really... I mean, that had singing in it, but not like... like that was just was like kind of just more casual singing. It wasn't like anything like breakout... No, for sure. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. this whole number where everyone's right, yeah. involved and doing, you know, you're singing Bare Necessities. You actually kind of <laughs> like it. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, Bill and Bill Murray. I mean, you can't go wrong with him. I mean, he's just best ever. Yeah, he's he's amazing. And I've got to point out, he's wearing, uh, Dave here is wearing a team, uh, Ziz, I can never pronounce the name, Zizo. Zizu. Zizu, thank you. From, from the Zizu Life Society. Aquatic. Yeah. Life Aquatic. He's wearing a, a shirt. Great movie. Yep. Love that movie. One of the best Wes Anderson films. Um, but uh, the main event today, Raging Bull, came out in 1980, Scorsese film. I know uh, quite a few years ago, you, my friend, introduced me to this movie. And uh, we, I mean, would you say it's one, it's one of your one of your favorites? I would say I would say this. I say it is, if not the best, the best movie I've ever seen. It doesn't mean it's my favorite. It doesn't mean it's you know what I would say is the greatest ever. But I think it's yeah it. It's up there with uh, until I'd say number two would probably be Vertigo, one and two. Okay, which I just really really interesting recently saw it for the second time. Uh, actually, not for the first time, but I saw it again. I'm sorry, but Alfred uh, Hitchcock's yeah Vertigo, and okay, I'm yeah. just getting into Hitchcock now, which is a long time coming. But yeah, Vertigo is a great great movie, yeah. but Raging Bull, and I think you told me this. You, you said this earlier. You said it's a masterpiece. I think that's true. Yeah, it's just a great <laughs> great movie, and yeah. the more you watch it, the better it gets. Yes. Then that's that's definitely a big point I want to bring out today is just yeah the more you watch it the more you catch the better it gets because uh, yeah when you introduced me to it years ago it just uh, you know it, it was good uh, didn't click with me you know because you had built it up and said you know how great it was and just didn't it didn't click with me as much as it you know it seemed like it was clicking with you but watch yep. there's this obvious appeal yeah. of Scorsese. And De Niro and Joe Pesci. Yes, <laughs> yes. And that trio is oh. actually you throw in. Uh, I think it's Frank Vincent who's in this one. Yes, too, who's in, yep. Frank he's Vincent. In a, he's in Goodfellas. He's in Casino, and that may be it. But uh, yeah, uh, but yeah, those three movies. I mean, that's pretty much the three movies. Right. All three of them are in together. And you're like, yeah, I'm gonna watch this movie, and it's gonna be good because yeah. they're awesome. So. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, it's even better than just hey, you know, De Niro and Pesci are in it, and Scorsese doing. This is just an incredible movie. Yeah. So I mean, this is kind of be going to be a version of our 
our movie of the month. I know in the past, uh, you know, you folks listening have heard our movie of the month. We didn't really dive real deep into the movies. We just kind of, you know, gave, you know, why we like the movie real quick. Me and Brandon would both give our kind of just quick what the movie meant to us a little bit. And then just would you like a trivia game on it. But I really wanted to kind of just dig into this movie and just really talk about why we like it. What, uh, you know, the themes of it. Just, I don't know, just talk about really movies you know is what's kind of my goal was for the show to begin with but uh be a regional i figured you know dave's coming on this movie deserves this kind of a treatment absolutely so so first of all i mean this movie yes it deserves this kind of treatment it just in the overall movie audience though it, it it doesn't seem like it gets that kind of you know treatment it i mean yes it's a masterpiece but it doesn't seem like it it has the same legacy as like Goodfellas and like Godfather and things like that to like, you know, just the general movie audience. No, it doesn't. It doesn't seem to have a mass appeal. And I think we said before we started that this doesn't really have much of a, a female appeal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. There's no like, there's no um, obvious cultural thing that the audience can see and identify with. Right. It's really a story about just a couple of people. It's almost sort of like a low-budget art house film in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. um, which I don't know what the budget is, but that's the feel it has. It's yeah. just a few characters, there's a few scenes, and it's just uh, this telling this very focused story on a couple of people. Um, and if you're not, if it doesn't grab you immediately, then I, I could see how someone would be like, okay, this is this is kind of boring. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, there's really no like, I mean, there's a story. It's just it's not really a. Uh typical okay you know they they build up who who the characters are then the problem arises and then the problem resolves itself or the, you see how the character you know resolves the problem it's not the typical movie format it's no. just it's just the story of the life of this boxer Jake LaMotta uh who's played by Robert De Niro this is not a typical hollywood uh boxer story right. by any means yeah and when you tell people it's about a boxer it's it's not a boxing movie like no. it's 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 a character movie it's about it's about a character which again Robert De Niro played by Jake LaMotta you have Joe Pesci, Pesci who plays his brother Joey, uh, Frank Vincent plays Salvi, and then you had uh, his wife played by Kathy uh, Moriarty, uh, who plays Vicky in the movie. Which I don't really know what else she's in. Yeah, I mean, I thought she was good, but I don't, I don't uh, identify her from any other movie. Yeah, but... I'm actually I'm looking at her uh, her IMDb right now, and <laughs> the movie she's known for is uh, Raging Bull, uh, Casper. She was in Casper, the friendly ghost. Yeah. Uh, Analyze that, which is a Robert De Niro film, the the sequel to Analyze This. Right, but do you remember her from no. that? No, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> and uh, Kindergarten Cop. That was a masterpiece as well. We should cover. <laughs> we should definitely <laughs> dig into that movie. That's for sure. Uh, but yeah, she she hasn't bet it much. But I mean, she she uh, her performance in this is amazing. But uh, but yeah, I mean, let's just kind of go go through the film and just I mean, so first of all, I mean, obviously directed by Martin Scorsese, and uh, the the choice to uh, do it in black and white. Um, I understand. I mean, just a little history behind it. I mean, this is right after Rocky. Uh, Rocky is in 1976. Um, and I think other boxing movies were coming out. When did Rocky two come out? That was like, uh, let me see here. Rocky two must've been right around the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Rocky two was 79. So, I mean, it was still, yeah. it was after the first two Rockies. So I, I remember hearing that, you know, Scorsese wanted to make it a little different, make it, you know, make you know that it's not just a typical boxing movie make it separate it from those Rocky films, which, 
right away just you know captivates you yeah there's a scene uh later in the movie where they actually show uh joey watching uh jake fight but he's watching it from his living room and watching yeah, it on tv yeah. and the tv is in black and white right so i i think the idea in my my opinion is that scorsese was wanting to maybe show what he saw as a kid these boxers because right. it takes place in 41 right and this is before i guess for the time it would be What's going on then is, you know, Muhammad Ali. Yep. Boxing's really big in the late 70s, early 80s. And that was all in color and very different. But I think, you know, he wants to show something. This is World War II era. So he wants the audience to sort of see what he saw. Right, yeah. That seeing it in black and white, which I think prob- may, may, that may be part of the problem that turns people off. It's just, just in black and yeah. white. Yeah. But I don't mind it. It never really no. bothered me at all. Definitely not. I mean, because, yeah, this came after came after The Godfather, came after Taxi Driver, came after uh, Deer Hunter, you know, different Robert De Niro movies. Um, yeah, because the movie, it does look old. It does yeah, not yeah. look like it's from 1980. Yes. This looks like it's from 1941. Exactly. <laughs> then, yes, it, I, I can totally see that, why people would be drawn away from it then. Um But, uh, but yeah, let's just kind of go into the film. I mean, so, I mean, it starts with that that... You know, that opening montage of Jake LaMotta kind of just, you know, shadow boxing in the ring with that that score. You got the it's just a wide shot of him, him uh, shadow boxing. You just see the ring. There's fog behind him. So you can't see the crowd, but you see flashes right. of bulbs. Right. And He's that wearing score. that. That, 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 that the music is just. Yeah. It's so it's 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 subtle in a way. Yeah. But it builds and it builds and right. it builds. Then you can't get it out of your head. And and yeah, that, that's just great. It's it sits there for just a minute or two, uh-huh. however long it is. And you're just like, okay, I'm I'm in the mood now. Yes. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. So what you're doing. But then it it does something a little different. It, it cuts to him um, inside. Uh, uh, the uh, you know he's practicing his lines. It says like 1964. Jake Lamada. He's practicing his lines for like this nightclub scene, um, and he's like totally just overweight. And it, and what I like about that is like he's he's practicing his lines and he kind of like flubs them a little and he kind of goes back. And I think that's actually like Robert De Niro just trying to go through it and he kind of messed up and you know went back and redid his line and and Scorsese just kept that in. But I think that's a good touch. Like, right. It's, yeah, yeah, it's De Niro sitting there. He looks just kind of bloated, and yeah. his, his nose is gigantic, and he's just sitting there in the, yeah, in the backstage just reciting these god-awful, nonsensical lines. He's like, my horse, my horse, of course. He's like saying Shakespeare, yeah, and yeah. Just all this weird, rhymey stuff. That... Give me a stage with this bull here can rage. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, all right, I don't <laughs> um, know what's going on here. Yeah, it's like, okay. So, yeah, I mean, that, that kind of, you're, you don't really know what's going on in the film. It's like, okay, they just showed that. Interesting. And then they cut to his first fight, you know, the first fight we see, they cut to the ring. and. Yeah. And uh, it, and it goes ten rounds, but you see him, you know, kind of manhandling this guy. But it, yet it's in the tenth round. Yep. I mean, well, I kind of see that as just him, kind of just like pushing the limits. Like, is he allowing it to go ten rounds? Like, is he? I, I yeah. Mean, I, how do you see that? I see it as uh, almost just about every fight he's in, and we can maybe get into why. Yeah. Later, but I think every fight he's in is under his decision. Yeah. As long as it goes, it's up to him. Yeah, he'll sit there and do whatever he needs to do. And then you're right, because he's sitting there, he's getting beat up for right. the first ten seconds, and then he just knocks the guy out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
Exactly. And then, like he's he's tearing him apart and then you realize, you know, he still loses by I don't know, unanimous decision or That was pretty funny decision. though, right? It, it, yeah, it's the it's fighter. Like, he can't he can't get out of the he's yeah. gets, he's he's on the ground, I believe. He's not knocked out because he's saved by the bell, literally. Yeah. And he's in this corner <laughs> and they like raise his hand for the decision because I guess it's by points. Or right, something. yeah. He can't even keep his he's like he's looking at everybody like I won, you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> like seriously. So yeah, De Niro goes and he's playing to the crowd, I won, I won, yeah. blah blah blah. They're throwing chairs. Yep. into the ring and this is chaos yeah so you're like what what happened why did he win but then but then it cuts to i think uh joey talking with frank vincent and so you you can <laughs> <laughs> that back and forth man joe pesci yeah oh, this is oh my goodness so yeah this is kind of just joe pesci one of his first films if not yeah. like the first like big film it's yeah. his first film with robert de niro so yeah you see it back and forth there and you kind of get a sense that you know it's because the mob you know this is the time right you know in america where the mob controlled things they controlled the decisions of of the of the uh, yeah, boxing for sure yeah yeah definitely but yeah that that <laughs> that back and forth with him and frank vincent yeah so frank vincent is telling Pesci he's like you know you got to get Jake to understand that he's got to go with I think Tommy is the is the mob, mm. local mob guy yeah he's like you got it we'll take care of him blah 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 this this decision is not going to happen anymore if he'll agree to do whatever and, Joe, and Pesci's like okay I get it he's like, no well, I know you get it you got to get him to get it he's like get off my back I know I get it it's just like it's just it's just classic yeah Every, it's yeah. all just classic. Yeah, Pesci is just uh, amazing, and that that goes. I think a lot to uh, Scorsese. Like he's always good with like back and forth banter, yeah. like between his characters, and yeah. I think it's because he like lets them improvise a lot. And it's just, I, it's just such an awesome touch. And then you know, <laughs> hey, Sale. <laughs> Go F yourself. I <laughs> <laughs> just like it was like he was just messing around. Yeah, He's like saying goodbye to him, and he and he doesn't even say "Go F yourself." He mouths it. Yeah. So it's just <laughs> the only buddy, the only person that knows is, is Joe Pesci and, and and Frank Vincent knowing that he's saying it to him. It's just so juvenile, it's so hilarious. I know, but it's like almost like a term of endearment. It's like <laughs> yeah, go F yeah. yourself. <laughs> um, so then you get to see. Uh, uh, Jake LaMotta, Robert De Niro's uh, home life a little. She's uh, she's she's cooking the steak for him, and, uh, and yeah. So he's uh, sitting there. He's stewing because he lost this 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 bout, right? And and it was really as we, as we said earlier, you know, it's really kind of under his control. He right, yeah. he knocked the guy out. All he had to do was basically just knock the guy out ten seconds earlier, right? He, yeah, he one. Yeah, and here he is hassling his wife about burning a steak, which is. <laughs> And I, you know, I was to say this earlier. Only Robert De Niro could make domestic violence be funny. <laughs> it's so true. It's like, it's like, bring it over here. Bring it over here. You're gonna, it's going to be charcoal. It defeats its own purpose. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He flips the table. Well, she's also like goading him. She's like holding it on the skill. Yeah, longer. it's like, come on, just bring it over. The man wants his steak. Uh, he, you know, she brings it over. He flips the table. Um, but yeah, that's just the first like madness you see of him. But then, then you see even more madness of him. So you got, you got Joey coming in during this whole thing. He's like, then, break it up. This is yeah, fine. Come yeah. on. Well, and that's our favorite line right there where he says, uh, she's like, you know, why are you eating it? He's like, I got no choice. <laughs> He's shaking the hand. I got no choice. That's great. That's great. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's you know, perfect. Like, and you know, they're, you know, Bronx accents. Yeah. You know, yeah and... It's classic. He's yelling at his neighbor. He's like, Hey Larry, Hey Larry, I'm going to eat your dog. <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> I love 
love that. Yeah, his neighbors are yelling at him, hey, Larry! <laughs> He's speaking his head out the window just yelling, hey, Larry. It's great. I mean, it shouldn't even, you shouldn't oh, really even God. be laughing, but it yes. is, it's endearing. Oh, I love it. But and there then, is something important there that happens. Yeah. So, and uh, I think this hits on a really big theme. So he, he, he sends his wife off to the bedroom or whatever. And uh, and then he's sitting there with, with Joey. And he just sort of calms down. And Joey's like, okay, you know, just you know, take a break. Relax. And then and then Jake goes into this whole thing about he's got small hands. Yeah. This, where he's like, you know, it's like, he's like, what are you talking about? You got small hands. He's like, well, look look at my hands. I got I got woman's hands. And I mean, that means that means I'm never going to be a heavyweight. Right. I'm always going to be because he's got a, you know, a middleweight frame. Yeah. So he's something about Joe Lewis, how he can't fight Joe Lewis and all that. So and then he just goads Joey to punch him in the face. Yeah. So why is that? So, yeah. Well, so it's, it's, no, I was just going to say, even uh, Joe Pesci says that he says, what purpose does it serve? Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> why am I going to punch you in the face? So I think this is important, though. I think I think in a way, uh, 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 Jake. He he does these things to these people. He beats up his wife, which we assume we didn't even see it. He just kind of shoved her. But he's mean. He's a jerk. You know, right. it's like I would call that domestic violence, yeah. right? When you <laughs> nowadays, I think he sort of he sort of pays uh, for the things he does uh, to people by just taking physical punishment. Yeah. So he's like, you know, I did. I just I sort of did this thing to my wife, and now I want to just get my punishment. So hit me in the face. Yeah. And I and I think that's that gets to why he lets these fights run so long as they do. Yeah. He sits there and he'll take punishment because he's messing around with all these people in his life. He can't separate the uh, what goes on inside the ring versus outside the right, ring. Right. Yeah. So he's just like, okay, well, I'm just gonna take my. It's like getting uh, I don't know, getting a rap on the knuckles when you're a yeah. kid or something like that. To him, it's sort of the same thing. It's like now I'm gonna, I'm gonna atone for me being a horrible husband. So knock me in the face ten times, and then now I'm good. Yeah. And it's just this crazy idea that doesn't yeah. really make sense to me or you. I no. But it seems to be a really real thing for this for for him. And actually, I have a vivid, vivid memory of you, like you pitching this movie to me, like saying why I need to watch it, and that was one of the reasons, you know, of, you know what it actually was about is about this guy who, you know, takes a beating, you know, inside the ring because of the things he does, and that I like was always trying to find that in this movie, and like that makes perfect sense as to what you meant by that. Finally, after all these years, I understand what you. <laughs> this what is you the mean. start of it. This yeah. is how. This is the well, first instance of it. So yeah, it means all of that definitely. And plus, it mean you know it goes to show you just what a madman this guy is. Oh, like, it's crazy! And also, I mean, does it? Uh, I also saw in a way that it's just—is it him? Like, like Joey's telling him all this stuff, and he, this guy, like, it doesn't seem like he's that smart. You know, Jake Lombardi. He's not. He's not that. He <laughs> no. doesn't have that much good education or anything. Is this his way of just kind of showing dominance over yeah. Joe Pesci? Like, it just like, you know. I think that's you're, right. you're punching me as hard as you can. I'm 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 still standing here. Like, that's true. Nothing. That, that's exa- I think that's that's a big part of it too. He's very big about being physically tough. Right. Yeah. He knows he's he's more physically tough than his brother. Yeah. He he knows that he can take a million punches really from just about anyone mm-hmm. really. So he's not scared of his brother. Yep. Right. So here you know punch me. Who are yeah. you? You're telling. You you are telling me not to mess with my wife. Go ahead, punch me. See if yeah. it bothers me. Exactly. And then to touch on the uh, small hands thing about how. You know, I'll never be able to fight Joe Lewis. I'll never ne- ever be able to beat the best. I can it's tear crazy. those guys apart. Like, 
almost like even later on in the film, you kind of realize it, is it like, you know, even if he were to be able to fight him, it seems like it still would never be enough for him. He still would want more. And that's kind of like just kind of the human element of this is just we always want more, you know. It's oh, just, definitely. It's, it's never enough. No, you know? he was never satisfied with yeah. anything he had. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, those are, those are, yeah, that, that, that whole sequence with, uh, with Joe Pesci. It's and... very easy to just brush over that of this is sort of a crazy, silly scene and now he's going to get himself punched in the face, but it's actually highly significant yeah. to the meaning of this character. Yeah, absolutely. This, like, yeah. it's just like, okay, why is he, oh, oh, okay. He's having his brother beat himself up. Like, okay. But yeah. You're weirdo. It's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's just, uh, I love the, the deepness of it. Like if people would just see past that um <laughs> <laughs> not just uh oh this isn't a boxing movie what is this um that's true it, then, it's, uh, it's not gonna have a mass appeal It'll yeah never... it's not it's just and it bums me out and obviously so i mean score uh de niro won the best actor for it in the oscars deservedly yeah um but it didn't win best picture it went to ordinary people that year which, ordinary people <laughs> which i didn't i haven't seen um i've seen know. parts of it i but yeah mary Tyler moore uh oh, give me a break. hutton or something yeah Ugh. Um, Mary Tyler Moore. Yeah, Mary Tyler Moore. Uh, yeah, yeah. Give me. Well, a... no one's going to be doing podcasts about that movie. I can <laughs> no, tell you that. definitely not. Um, God. So yeah, and then we kind of cut with. Uh, I think there was a the, a nightclub scene event uh, in between. Oh no, then we kind of cut to them practicing. Uh, <laughs> And Joe Pesci in that gear with like the the chest and oh, yeah. <laughs> like, like a catcher getting beat up, yeah. getting beat up by Daenerys. Well, that actually so gets silly. to something you said earlier, though, because I think you said something about uh, about Jake wanting to prove how tough he is. Mm -hmm. and, I th and I think this is right. There's a line in there where he's he doesn't want to. Jake doesn't want to get involved with the mob. Yeah, he wants to do things his own. His right. Own way. Yeah. But he says it. But but one of the reasons why he gives is he says. I don't know where it's right around this time in the movie where he 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 says, "Look, these guys, these gangsters. I don't have any respect for them. They use guns. I use fists." Yeah. So he doesn't. He's he's like, "I'm I'm tougher than these yeah. guys. I don't give a crap what they what they do. They they go and they shoot people. Like they can't beat me up." Which right. is sort of like his standard of how he measures every human being he comes in, in contact yeah. with, whether if they can beat him up. You yeah, know? and you, I mean, he, yeah, I can see he kind of has that side, but it, it can almost show you like the noble side of him, just like you know, I, you know, the mob can't control me. I'm yeah. going to do what I want. It's oh, a, for sure. It's yeah. a free country. He which, doesn't want to be controlled by anybody. Yeah, exactly. No, sure. And a free country that definitely seems like that was a big theme of this movie too. I think it was brought up a few times in this movie is about how it's a free country and like yeah. you said it's World War II era yeah. so you know people are very yeah, I'm my own man that. I'm not going to be messed with by anybody right yeah. exactly yeah for sure um, so yeah you go to you know the practice where the mob is there and then uh, and then and then Jake uh, finally he meets um, he meets um, I was going to say Kate uh, Vicky Vicky's her name in the movie um, splashing her legs in the pool yeah the, the slow motion just yeah. the subtle things Scorsese there's little techniques yeah, yeah, I know. that he does yeah, the slow motion, kicking her legs in the pool, and the use um, of well, that yeah, you know, I mean, we, it happens throughout the movie, but things it's sort of like how I would say things that happen all the time in movies now. He's doing then, right? Yeah, and and I, and I don't think that those things, the techniques he was using with the slow mo over a, mm -hmm. a really cool score, which you know for them might have been like some classic singing thing. Now it's like I don't know. Ja yeah. Rule or whatever. I yeah. don't know, but, no. but like whatever it is. But uh, Ja Rule is a horrible example. But... <laughs> ja Rule. I, don't know where I, felt that. I just happen to hate Ja Rule. I don't know why. 
I wish we could cut that. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's great. I like some uh, 90s No, it's not even should be. Okay, let's move on. The Pitbull or something like that, right? So, Pitbull. Yeah. <laughs> Dale. Um, in but it, it's just the idea that he's he's doing this yeah. stuff. He's it's sort of experimental in some of these ways. He's playing with slow motion, playing with yeah. the speed of the camera. Definitely, and that's kind of what he did with Taxi Driver in 76. So he's doing newer things in, uh, in Raging Bull in 1980. Um no, yeah, I, I just love that's the subtle things he does. Like you wouldn't think much of it, but uh, I remember you described this movie as like you see this movie as a piece of art, and that's kind of the artsy part of it. Yeah, for sure. For me, is the you know that that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, he meets he meets Vicky. Um, like I said, kicking the water. Uh, you know, ask Joey about him, uh, and then when they actually meet. I noticed this for the first time. Like they're between a cage, yeah, like a, a like a fence, but it's like a cage. Like he, you know, shakes her little finger and like saying <laughs> hi to her. And uh, I, you know, I, I this is the first time I saw that is sort of like symbolic. Like you know, is, is she then and like because he's an animal. Like he's referred to this as the raging bull. He has animalistic tendencies. Yeah. Like is she now you know she's entering age? Yeah, that's another, yeah yes, that's another point. She's, she's fifteen. Um, <laughs> he's got to be in his. 20s oh at least 30. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's, he's on his first wife or second wife oh oh yeah so he's already married yeah so he's, he's yeah. currently married yeah, yeah. He's currently married he shows honest. up in his hot rod car yeah and she's this 15 year old girl in the community pool through the chain link fence and right. he puts his finger he's put his finger through the, <laughs> the holes like like he's i don't even know like it's yeah. like an animal you're right but yeah there's a that's cage great. there's yeah, like a cage cool. slash fence in between them so it's like he's like you want to go for a ride with me and she's like okay so that's like to me, kind of symbolic for her, like entering the animal cage. Like, yeah. you know, it could be safe. You yeah. know, sometimes the animal could be nice at first, and you know, you could pet him and things like that. But it's he's so unpredictable. You never know what's going to happen. Yeah, that's a great call. But it's also it could also mean uh, foreshadowing for what's later on to come. Because later on in the film, which we'll get to, is you know, she tells Joey she's in a prison. So I mean, that's kind of foreshadowing that she's kind of in a prison behind that fence. You know, living with him. And she was certainly making her way into his cage and yeah. living with it. And oh, it yeah. Absolutely was. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, they go for a ride. And yeah. then uh, <laughs> I like. Uh, oh, well, he brings her into his dad's apartment. Well, was it her dad? I thought it was his. I thought it was his apartment. I think. It, well, does, does he have like just a second one? I don't know. He's well, walking through. There's he's, there's a there's a bird cage with no bird. He's like. That's a bird cage. The bird's dead. <laughs> the bird's... Like, I don't know if his dad actually lived there or yeah. if it was his dad used to live there and died and okay. he just has the keys to it. That makes more sense because I thought, like, I put that as a point as him pushing the limits more, like, because he's pushing the limits with the fights. Like, no, you know, I don't think that was the same the place that. Like, she... I was like, why are you knocking, asking if your wife's home, walking in? Like, what if she is home? And, no, you know? no, he was saying, he was knocking, saying, Daddy, Daddy. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. That makes more sense then. Okay, so, thing, but you got to you should just check out the, the, okay, the scene that, with the birdcage. Like, uh, yeah, that uh, explains why he has a framed picture of it's all really Jake weird. And, yeah, and Joey. Yeah, yeah, the two brothers. Yeah, and... yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so yeah, that, that. So I don't know. His dad may just have passed, and yeah, they're sitting there drinking water, but then he invites her to sit yep, on his lap. Like, sit on about, yeah, it's like, and it's very. I mean, it's it's kind of creepy because you when you think about that she's fifteen. I mean, the actress isn't fifteen. Like she's no, like clearly not. Like, she's an adult. Yeah, she's. Um, but uh, but yeah, just like how I just like how Scorsese just takes his time with it. You know, it's just 
Yeah, they're not really doing anything. Yeah, and and the thing he offers her wine, I think at one point, and she just keeps the water. Yeah, she keeps the water, and it's just like he's not talking. Like he's just he's just kind of sitting there, and then he just sort of motions to his lap, and And it's and it's almost that. And the more I'm thinking about it now, and the more I was thinking about it when I rewatched it, just the animalistic tendencies. Like animals don't talk to each other. Like he's just kind of using himself as just you know kind of presenting himself like animals do like just like yeah he kind of just kind of like invades your space and come over here yeah (laughs) um so yeah you got that you 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 know you start to see that uh uh interaction with them so when they first meet he invites her to her apartment then you see him fighting um we see him fighting uh sugar ray robinson for the first time first of many right yeah first of many uh in the first time we see him i guess it's his actually their second fight together um and again uh uh let me see here well there's something interesting going on in the and i don't know what it is uh while you're thinking but no go ahead these these uh, these these boxing matches are, are are interesting because there's something going on scorsese's playing around with with sound yeah in this crazy way and i don't know what it is it's not just the it's not the, just the noise of the crowd he's piping in these strange like screams mm-hmm. and like roars I don't know what. Yeah, what no, it is. there's. He's messing around with the camera speeds. Yep. He's, he's going like fast motion to slow motion. He's doing these weird things with the sound. He's, he'll play like that orchestra score, yep. and then he'll pull that back and throw in like a scream sound. Yep. And then he'll like uh, almost like that uh, that famous you know Jaws scene with or uh, with the where you're pulling the camera back but focusing in that whole thing. Uh, the, yeah, I think it was like Vertigo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, yeah the, he does that. Yeah. He's just mess. It's kind of an experimental film, yeah. In a lot of ways, definitely. Like it's not like I said, like you said, it's not a not a boxing film. Like I like how he enters the ring. Like all the all the shots are inside the ring. Yeah. Um, this does not look like Rocky. No, this does not look absolutely. like really any boxing movie you've no. ever seen. I would say no, no, definitely not. Um, and then yeah, just I love the the sound effects they were able to use. Like even the punches were just so yeah. powerful. Like boom. Yeah, like, so it's more just, of a thump. It's yeah. not like a slap. No. Or, yeah, everything. Yeah. Everything you feel all of it. Yeah. And speaking of the sound effects, I was reading uh, a long time ago that like they used like elephant sounds. Well, that and, makes like, sense. Lion sounds and that like, makes a lot things of sense. Like that. And again, like I think I think it's focusing on his animalistic tendencies. Like again, he's called his nickname is the Raging Bull. Right. Um, so I mean that 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 falls in line with that. But but yeah, he's fighting Sugar Ray Robinson. He gives uh, he knocks down Sugar Ray Robinson. It's Sugar Ray Robinson's first knockdown of his career. Yeah. Wins that match. Um, but, yeah, that's really where you see, like, the first, like, yeah, like you said, experimental stuff you see uh, Scorsese use. Um, let's see here. And then we go to the the next is when he's, again, with Vicky. And uh, she says, I'm not supposed to touch you before a fight. And oh, Another uh, funny scene. Yeah. Intentionally just, or not. <laughs> get the boo-boo kiss. <laughs> <laughs> my wife hates when I say that. <laughs> like I say that sometimes. Get the boo boo kiss. <laughs> well, you know what I realized? I, I say to my wife, this goes back to the very beginning. When he when he throws the uh, when he when he throws the wife into the when he, when she burns the stake and he sends her into the bedroom, and she's 
you know, she's slamming stuff and he's sitting down and he goes, come on, <laughs> let's be friends, baby. Something like this. I, I realize I say that to my wife all the time. Yeah. Let's be friends. Come I'm on, let's be, let's be friends. Let's be friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, uh, there was actually a point about that that I wanted to bring up when I was watching, but I forget. Anyways. Um, that was yeah. a sidetrack. But yeah, again, it just shows like how mad he is. But yeah, again, the pushing to the limits thing. I mean, this scene with him and uh, you know uh, Vicky again. She says, I, "I, you know, I thought I'm not supposed to touch you before a fight. A fight, you know." He makes her take his pants off, takes her pants off. Right. They, they don't get to anything uh, because again, he's pushing the limits. He's he like, makes. He, he knows he's not supposed to do this yeah. before a fight, but he's still he's pushing the limits. And I think I think Joey says this: "You make everything hard on yourself. Right. It doesn't yeah. need to be this hard." Yeah. And what does he do? How does he solve this problem of of this? He's not supposed to have you know have any sex before the before the fight, which is I yeah. think a general rule for some period of time yeah. that people still have. I, I don't yeah, know. I think so. Right, and then he solves it by throwing ice down his pants. <laughs> <laughs> it's just insane. Yeah, like she's about to, you know, they're about to. It seems like they're about to, you know, do some stuff, and then right, he's like, right, get off. And then yeah. <laughs> yeah, first of all, why does he have ice water just sitting out in the sink? <laughs> yeah. Just keeping like, it. I expected this to happen. Just so, in case, yeah. Say, so yeah, pours it down his pants. I mean, that, how insane would that be if he, you know, planned it? Which is not even <laughs> out of the realm of possibility with this crazy guy. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, that that, that, that was, was funny. I mean, yeah, it no, was funny. It, it shows because he's so. I think that's what it is. He's so insane that it becomes hilarious. You know, right. like when you see your parents yelling at each other, you just start <laughs> laughing because it's like you people are the craziest people I've ever seen in my life, and I have got no choice but to laugh at you. <laughs> There's nothing else I can do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so true. Oh, this guy. But yeah, we're going to get into some more of the craziness. And then, so yeah, that cuts to the, you know, his first, his next fight with Sugar Ray, which he totally dominates. Yeah. Um, but by unanimous, by unanimous decision, again, Sugar Ray wins. So you still get a sense of the mob being involved in the, in the decisions. But Jake's getting frustrated. Yeah, Jake's and getting frustrated. He gets, keeps getting told the same answer, which is you need to ally with the mob if you want to get yeah. a chance to move forward. And yep. he's just refusing. Yep, exactly. He and wants then, to do his own thing. Yeah, because, uh, you know, right after that fight, you see them in the locker room. Jake's like, uh, you know, it's because he's going to the army next week. That's why they give him the win, blah, blah, blah. But it's not, though. But what I like, yeah, no, definitely not. Um, but I like what uh, De Niro's like, kind of just expe- accepting it. And he says, uh, "I've done a lot of bad things. You know, maybe it's coming all coming back to me." Um, so I thought that's kind of more powerful than you think. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's not he's not ignorant to the stuff that he does. Yeah, yeah. he knows he's kind of a jerk. Yeah, yeah, he knows this, <laughs> yeah. but yet he still does it, which I think makes sense with my idea that he sits there and get, takes punches. Yeah, and gets his you know, ass kicked because yeah. of these reasons. He yeah. knows he's not a great guy. Yeah. But it doesn't change. He's like, well, I'm no. going to do these things and then yeah. I'm going to pay for it by just yep. getting my, you know, getting kicked in the teeth or whatever. Yep. And then, um, and then if you, if you have any more thoughts, I don't want to keep going no, on. I, if you had more. Okay. <laughs> um, so then what comes next is what I, I think I remember you telling me is one of your favorite, parts of the movie is the the uh color montage when he gets married yeah so um, this is actually not a 100 percent black and white movie he gets right, yeah he ends up his wife is a, his first wife that we meet that burns a steak hilariously we <laughs> they they get divorced and then he marries the 15 i don't know how old she is by this point yeah. she's still got to be under 18 i would think but yeah there's there's actually this really very sweet in color home yep. whole movie sort of nine millimeter or whatever montage of them just getting married and having barbecues and having kids and the family's hanging out 
It's really sweet. No, definitely. And this is sort of Scorsese doing like, you know, your whole movies as yeah. the best thing you've ever seen in your life. You know, and it's like for, yeah. for four minutes and it, it's 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 really nice. No, definitely. <laughs> I, 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 I love that montage. But again, you know, I was preparing for the show, so I watched the movie. So I'm analyzing more and I'm just kind of seeing like, you know, we've seen his home life. Yeah. You know, we've seen him behind the scenes. You know, this is showing him as a fun guy, like yeah, waving yeah, to the yeah. camera, like being nice to his wife. Like it's it's showing like his his the highlight reel of his life. Right, right. You know, just, this is a commercial, not yeah, the real guy. And it's kind of like you know what we see today in culture, like you know Facebook and Instagram. You see people's highlights, highlight reel. Like you see all the good things that are happening to yeah. them. Oh, we went here, we went there, and you you don't know what's down deep, but. I think that's a great call. This, yeah. is, this is a very surface idea yeah. of, of home life with him, which we know is horrible. No, and, <laughs> exactly. So whatever, you know, maybe, you know, in that time, maybe he burned a steak and then punched his wife. <laughs> right. And, you know, right. The whole yeah. party ended, you know, two minutes later or something you, like that. You yeah. never know. But when they show those home movies to folks, they're just like, oh, wow, what a what a wonderful life. But yeah, I just. I and think... the score, because the score sucks you in. And oh, whatever yeah, that orchestra yeah, number the... uh, throughout the, that one and just throughout the whole movie. It's oh. Just, Beautiful. Definitely. And then, so like I said, right after that, you know, you see, you know, his home life again, right after this, you know, highlight reel of his life. But then you get into the real life. You see him. He has a baby. His brother has a baby. They're all in the kitchen. He's doing well. I think yeah. they say it goes to, was it Pelham Parkway or something? Which yeah. I don't know what that is. I don't know. Maybe that's like Long Island or something. But he's yeah. in a bigger house. Right. Yeah. Seems like he's in like suburbia. Yeah, he's doing pretty well. He's got some money. Do you think they're living? Like, is it him and his brother living together then? Like, are they just No, like they're neighbors. Big... Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we find that out. They must have bought houses right, right by each other yeah. down the street or something like that. Um... So yeah, I mean he's uh, he's kind of pushing his weight a little bit at that point. Yeah. So him and his brother start bickering, bickering a little bit. You're you starting know. to see shades of the very first version of De Niro you see in the opening shot. Yeah, of this this bigger, fatter guy. You're yeah, like, exactly. Okay, okay, I see where this is going. Um, and then uh, there's something that happens where. Uh, you know, he's saying, why would you set up this fight with this Janeiro? Because I'm, you know, I'm not going to make weight. And then, you know, Pesci's explaining to him, you know, why it is. You know, it's it's very logical as to why he's doing it. And then, you know, he starts talking to, to Vicky as Joey's talking to him. Like, well, can you just bring me some coffee. Come on. And will you bring me the coffee? Bring it over here. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah this is just it's like just the like, steak from the yeah, beginning. Yeah, yeah exactly. He's hassling like, this poor woman. It's like, re relax, dude. It's, like, well, <laughs> It's not even 10 seconds. Right. He's yelling at her. Yeah. And then, so I kind of feel that as, you know, he's, Joey's, you know, getting the upper hand on him, like, you know, showing that he's smarter than him. And Joey's you know, sitting there with his wife and a baby. Yeah. Maybe, but at least a wife. Yeah. No, and a ba definitely a baby. Yeah. Um, They're talking about this Gennaro guy who's this younger, yeah. up-and-coming fighter or something like that. I don't know if he's lost or not, but the, the problem is the problem is uh, Jake won't deal with the mob to become a contender, which right. is the deal. Exactly. And, and this, this whole discussion of, hey, you fought everyone possible, and there's no one left to fight but this kid. So the the idea is since 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 Jake is starting to get fat, it's like so you try to lose your weight, and if you can't make your weight, maybe you will lose. Or if you right. lose, then they'll they'll think you suck, and then you go you beat everyone up again, and they're gonna have to give you the, the challenge or challenge the title. Or you beat this guy silly, and then they're like, well, now there really is no one left, and now right. we're gonna make you, uh, we're gonna make you the top contender yeah. to the title. 
And then dur- during that time, you know, he's talking about Janeiro and Vicky decides to open her mouth and say, you know, he's an up and comer. He's good looking. And, you know, of course, Jake LaMotta of De Niro's character Jealous. is like, what, what, do you, what, what do you mean good looking? You've seen him before? <laughs> what, 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 do you, what do you mean good looking? Like he picks apart any little tiny thing you might say that could be against yeah. him. He picks apart. He needs you to like, explain in detail yes. any word that comes. Yeah, exactly. What, and what was your tone, and why did you say yes. that? Do you know this person? Yeah. Have you seen? And I, actually, I think she she reveals later on in the movie. I don't think she actually ever saw the guy. No, she, she yeah, meant she it was, as a general. Yeah. He's popular. He's right. just he's you know he's good looking. It's whatever. It's yeah, like you say he's a big shot or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. What do you mean he's a big shot or whatever? <laughs> but he takes it. He's like he's good looking. So he's automatically suspicious that Vicky knows the guy and somehow <laughs> see him on the side right yeah oh my goodness oh, oh and he he keeps doing that throughout the film uh because oh there, there was, was one in the first example yeah there was one scene right before they meet vicky where joey says something like there's not a girl you f and and you know forget about you know you take yeah. her out he's like, <laughs> yeah. you know wh- why why you got a curse in front of him you know why you gotta do <laughs> yeah. that and then two sentences later he's cursing in front of her yeah, exactly. in front of him he's like oh you know i f her and blah 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 it's like well, here's a guy who swears he yeah. beats his wife yeah. and he's gonna criticize anybody next to him yeah so, exactly yeah, it's like you, you show a lot of respect joey come on <laughs> It's insane. It's, uh, the guy's totally insane. No, absolutely. So, so what does he do? He agrees to fight Gennaro. Yep. And what does he decide to do with this so-called pretty boy? Yeah. He beats the living yep. heck out of this guy. He like it looks like he rearranged his nose. Yeah. He beat. There's blood squirting out of his face. He's like he's not pretty no more. Yeah. Oh man, that was brutal. Like that was the <laughs> first like brutal thing you see. So it's like you see his nose just go from the other side, it was, one side of his face to another. Just completely turned this. <laughs> I guess if he was good looking, we don't know, but apparently he might have been, and now he's not. Yeah. He's an ugly man. Yeah. Destroyed by Jake Lamotta's jealousy, basically. He, oh, totally destroys him. And then real quick, just back to that kitchen scene. Just one of the funny moments of Joe Pesci. Just. uh you know, he tells Vicky to get out of there, and then Joe Pesci's wife tries to stick up for her, and then Joe Pesci just looks at her, who asked you? <laughs> <laughs> like, was Joe Pesci, Pesci, yeah. yeah, Pesci's trying to calm him down, but then his <laughs> wife speaks up. He's like, who asked you? Yeah, it's just, none of your business. Yeah. <laughs> Speak to you spoken to, and uh, even then, maybe don't. <laughs> Man, I have so many notes here, and I like I can't even read my own writing, um, so I won't even uh, go to that point. But yeah, like you said, he fights De Niro, totally destroys him. Um, not De Niro, John Niro. John Niro. <laughs> De Niro beats John Niro. Um, he ain't pretty no more. And then I, I want to say that's uh, right after that. He's in the locker room and he's uh, dipping his hands in the ice. And that's another one of those artsy moments where Scorsese zooms into the the hand in the, the hand, ice yeah, and he's the like ice. squeezing it and then just slowly, like that's just another one of those moments. It's just like man, that's just good stuff. Art, great stuff. Yeah, <laughs> art right there. Um. And then uh, the next next kind of big bigger part is when uh, Joey finds Vicky in a, in the club with uh, Sal played yeah. by Frank Vincent. Yeah, so she's she's feeling the heat of <laughs> living with Jake Lamada day to day out in the suburbs, which she's she's basically locked down. What it seems like, yeah. She 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 leaves the house. She's got to have a detailed explanation and yep. maybe like a signed itinerary of. Where, where you were for the past, you know, two two hours, and you know, if you went to the grocery store, show me the receipt. This right. this whole deal, and then, and yeah, and then Joey sees her out in the club with Salvi, and Salvi kind of always was interested in Vicky. So, and 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 then, 
I don't know, maybe before we... Salvi played by Frank Vincent. Frank Vincent, yep. who's been in everything, like we said. Yeah. Now, do you think there was actually something going on? Do you think she was just trying to get out of the house? <sighs> I mean, you got to think something was going on. You think something physical or just mental? Just I don't think anything physical happened. I think it would have happened. If they kept along this path and she didn't yeah. get found out, yeah. then maybe but something might have happened. But at but that, even though she was scared, though, of her husband, yeah. so you've got to... At that very moment, I think it was kind of innocent. I think she was just trying to get out of the house. Now, Sal's not, not, not innocent. No. He's trying to... Yeah. He doesn't care. He's, no. He wants this girl. He's wanted her since she was 15. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, right? Jesus. Um, so Joey finds him in the club, and he's like, what are you doing? Yeah. You can't be here. And and this is he pulls uh, Vicky aside and yeah. says, you know, what are you doing? And this is what I uh, brought up earlier about she she actually tells him I'm in a prison with Jake. So that kind of it's like that like cage said, from the, earlier. Exactly, kind of kind of brings that up. Yeah, she went in it. She jumped in it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, willingly. Um, but again, she's fit. She was 15. <laughs> you, know, <what's> that? <laughs> just you can't really blame her. Strange age. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but then yeah. Jo- Bottom line is Joey uh, beats Frank Vincent's ass. <laughs> um, but it, well, yeah, but he he makes like he's gonna he's like okay, you know it, it's fine. And you know, so I was like nothing's going on. He's like all right, you know. And and, and Joe Pesci he just slowly lo- leans into the table and he grabs a glass and just busts it over Selfie's head. <laughs> he's oh like, my god! There's nothing going on. There's nothing going on. And he like bites his face, I think. <laughs> yeah, and he slams him in the in the cab door. <laughs> yeah, there's that there's a great scene where. Sal's inside. He's got his head and his, you know, half his body in the cab door, and he's he's sort of like pleading to this this terrified woman in the cab to help him in some <laughs> way. And she's like screeching and trying to back up as far as she can. And Joe Pesci just slamming his head in the door, and he, I think he, he had one of those uh, I don't know what they're called, the rope thing with the uh, what's it called? That uh, they make a line at, at a, out of a club. They have those. Those the red ropes. Nunchucks? No, no, no. no. <laughs> there's like those red ropes where they have, it, and then it, there's like a platform, and he, well, anyway, he bashed him over the head with that thing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I don't know yeah, what, the, what it's called. Like the movie theater, like at the movie theater, you'll see yeah, like with, ropes, like velvet ropes. Right, right, and, the red velvet yeah. rope, but with the gold yeah, platform. But thing, yeah, the actual gold thing. Which is like four feet high and What all movie metal? is it where someone like bashes someone's head in with one of those things? There's right. a movie that someone bashes, anyways. I thought it, <laughs> well, it might have been this one. <laughs> no, it's actually more more brutal um but uh but yeah i don't Classic know what the word for that, yeah. it was great but, but what beats, i love beats his butt. yes exactly but I, what i love about this movie is just like scorsese uses these tricks again in like his later movies but it's like it's just it's scorsese like directors can have trademarks where they can they can do this sort of stuff like where he slams the glass on frank vincent's head <laughs> he does the same thing in uh, goodfellas yeah he does yeah <laughs> and i think there's actually a bit here where it goes slow-mo on some kind of a score as well for just a second or two yeah yeah, yeah. It reminds just me of like, like Casino or always, something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. No, because like, like, cause his other movies, he'll use Goodfellas at Casino. He's using like popular music yeah. to whatever he's slow motioning or whatever he's trying to bring your attention to. He'll do right. some like great 70s song or something like that. Now, this was just original score. Which, right, you know, yeah. It, it this, seemed like. Yeah, because yeah, his later films were all, yeah, he would have Rolling Stones. And, right, yeah, Rolling yeah, Stones, yeah. It, that's like his go-to. Right. But, uh, but yeah. He, this was, there's nothing recognizable no, in it. Definitely. Yeah, is, this is, who was the original, who did this score? I have no idea. I'm going to look it up right now. It'll be John Williams, you know. Yeah, of, yeah, course. of course, I mean that's that, yeah. or Hans Zimmer. Yeah, <laughs> those are those are our two choices. Right, it's the only two um, we know. That's what 
comes to mind. But yeah, then right after that, uh, let's see here. Okay, so then that's when Joey then meets with uh, Tommy, the, the like the mob boss. Yeah, because he beats up Salvi. Salvi's sitting there with in like a uh, a sling in his arm. He's got, you know, he's he's bloody. Yep. And they're gonna meet. And you know, Joey's fine. Nothing's wrong. <laughs> they have to agree to somehow make a truce. So of course, you know, Joey's eager to make a truce because he totally destroyed Salvi. <laughs> I know, he's just really like, okay, I'll shake your head. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I'm past it. I'm past it. <laughs> yeah. No big deal. Uh, oh my God, I love it. But uh, but that's when you find out that, uh, you know, Tommy's like, all right, Joey, you know, what, what what's going on? What's going on here? Yeah. You know, I, you know why, why won't Jake, which they call him Jake and Jack. Like, what's his, what's his actual name? I, I think his name is Jake, but they call him Jack. I don't get Jack. I don't, yeah. I don't understand why. But, yeah, he's referred to as Jack a number of times. Yeah. It's Jake, which I think is short for Jacob, which I don't know where you get Jack from. I don't know. Stuff. Um, but Jake LaMotta was a real person. Right. No, yeah. So, yeah, this is so all maybe, true I mean, based on a true story, anyways. Sort of, I mean, yeah. it's who knows how much is. No, actually... it could be this crazy. Yeah, <laughs> you would hope not. Um, but yeah, so that basically, you know, but maybe Tommy, they called him Jack in real life. I don't know. Tommy tells uh, tells Joe Pesci that basically, you know, if he wants a sh- title shot, he needs to get, you know, he needs to go through us, you know. Um, but in order to get that title shot. He's gonna to have to throw a fight first, right? You know the flip. I forget what they call. They it. called it the classic, or... yeah, flip and flop, yeah, or whatever, yeah. So which then... is something that Jake's been fighting against this whole movie. Yeah, he's never gonna do. He's stubborn. He's hard headed, and then he finally yep. agrees to do it. He agrees. He's like, okay, let's do it. Um, so I, then... I sort of look at this movie as sort of a tragedy. He doesn't. He doesn't die. Yeah. Sorry, I don't know what's spoiling it. That no, I mean, we're talking about this all. We're going. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're he doesn't doing scene by scene. He doesn't die. No, uh, but I would I would call this movie a tragedy. Yeah. And I think what we see is the rise and fall of Jake LaMotta, which is yeah. the movie. And I think at the point is when he makes this decision to take a dive is when the fall begins. The mm-hmm. rise is over, and the fall begins. He's ready to. He's basically selling his right. soul in a sense. Yeah, definitely. He's got nothing left. He's 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 given up in a, in a way because of doing it his own way because you know everything is crooked, which is you know it sucks that you have to go through the mob. No, the box. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's he's done. He 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 gives in, and you start seeing these things slowly cascade out of mm-hmm. control. So it goes. If you want to go into the next, so what happens? So then, yeah. So I mean, he, yeah. So I mean, he says he'll throw the fight. So he throws the fight, but, uh, but what, the fight... right before that, you get the weigh in. Um, which then I don't know who approaches them, but he basically says like nobody's betting on this fight because yeah I don't know if he's like a know. boxing commissioner yeah. or he seems to be some official in in some way. He's like yeah, there's no betting on this fight or something like because because what happens is he's fighting this guy named Billy Fox who's a total nothing. Yep. Uh, and and the guy says look you know the the line was was uh you were favored in the beginning and now you're not why? Because uh, the money's swinging and. Against right. him because which means he's gonna, which is indication he's gonna take a dive. And I may have said that backwards, but that's basically the, the fact that the yeah. money moves so so quickly indicates that this is probably okay. So because these guys have seen this before, right? I mean, these fighters, yeah. they this if this it sounded like I don't, I don't I don't have any outside knowledge, but it sounded like based on the movie that this is what happens when you become a fighter controlled by the mob in some way. This is what you do: they rig a fight. And then you you agree to to take a dive, which right. just destroys your character, mm-hmm. right? At least in your own mind, at, at the minimum. And then 
you're basically under their thumb, and then they're yeah. going to hook you up after that. But you have to basically make this personal sacrifice. They're not just going to bend on you or hook something up for you. You have to actually right. just fall down yeah. like a jerk. I mean, and this is actually what you said earlier, selling your soul to the devil. Like, selling your soul to the devil is throwing a fight. Right. Um, so, yeah, he he decides to do that, and he tells the guy, don't worry about it. Bet on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm going to win. I'm going to yeah, win. I'm going to win. I'm going to win. And then they show that corridor shot. Like one of the most, one of my favorite shots of that movie is the corridor shot with him and Pesci walking down the hallway, both wearing fedoras. Robert De Niro's got his uh, arm around uh, uh, Pesci, and they're just walking walking down that hall right after that. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. long shot. Yeah, just I don't know, just something about it, just with the fedoras and just like you know, we got this, brother. You know, that's kind of almost kind of like the last moment that they're kind of you know buddies. It seems like in the film. Yeah, that, that's sort of. The, yeah, I'm sorry, I said the wrong thing. That's not the long shot, but yeah. No, no, I, yeah. So the long no, shot. No, yeah, that that comes next. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's sort of. Yeah, they're like happy. They're like, we got this. Yeah. So he goes. So he, he shows up. It's he. In, Jake is the worst actor. He's supposed <laughs> yes. to take a dive, right? Right. Yeah. And he and this guy Billy Fox, he's just it's just a nothing. He's not a fighter, nothing. And all all De Niro has to do is really just take a punch and fall down and right. knock yeah. it up. But he can't do it. Yep. He's got to stand there and pretend. He's like he's bored. He's getting punched because this guy's not a real boxer. He's nothing. He 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 kind of he punches this guy a little bit, and Billy Fox almost gets knocked out himself because he's not really a boxer. And it's, so at some point, Jake Lamotta just walks out. Oh yeah, that's it. That's yeah, the quarter yeah, shot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I missed. Yeah, that's yeah. great. That's great. But yeah, he, he all he needs to do is fall down. Just fall down. Yeah. Instead, he's just standing there. He's he's looking. He's it's so he could be smoking a cigarette. Yeah. And, punched, and, he just and he's even to... telling the guy like, "Come on, hit me, hit me, like, hit me, hit me." And he's yeah. and he's trying, but yeah, uh, <laughs> you gotta fall down. And he was. I know. Yeah, and then it's wouldn't. at some point he then he just walks out of the yep. ring. And then it's obvious that you know he threw the fight. You know, it's it, it's it's totally obvious there. But uh, but yeah, it's just uh, is it his pride there? You think? I yeah, mean, it's his pride. Yeah. It's... And then he loses it, which yep. gets to I think the two best scenes in the movie, which is when he realizes what he's done. He's sitting in the locker room, locker room, and he's bawling his eyes ah, out. Yep. And he's like, "What did I do? Why did I do it? What did I do?" And it was it wasn't wasn't what he did yeah all all of it everything that happened in the ring was pure pride, but when he got in the locker room he realized the gravity of how he completely sold everything out and, and everything he believed so, in. So so you think he was crying because he threw the fight? Yeah, he was totally guilty. Yeah, he it felt wasn't because he screwed up and didn't fall down. It no, it wasn't that yeah. he didn't do it properly. It's the yeah. fact that he even got himself to this position yep. where he, he still he actually still really wasn't into it yeah you know he said he'd do it and then when it happened he still really couldn't quite do it right. but the reality is you lost yeah and now i'm just like i feel like gut and his trainer starts crying and his press yeah. barging in the room it's yeah. it's a really powerful and that's scene. actually i think where the first line comes in where he's like don't fight anymore it's a free country his other trainer yeah says. Said, like, it's, it's right. a free country it's exactly don't his, fight anymore his exact words yep. it's a free country yeah <laughs> so what are you doing you're just gonna throw i don't maybe he didn't know about it maybe yeah. he he was just sad too that you'd you're gonna you you build up this career and you're right. just gonna. I mean, and it's it's true. Like it's it's, it's like you you kind of get why he would feel that way. Like why he wouldn't want to conform to the mob. Like, you know, I I I know how to fight. Like, cause even when he lost, like because of the mob, like yeah. and he beat the crap out of people. Like he was fine with it. He's like, you know, I, I know he I liked won. it. Yeah, he liked saying he won in his own mind. Yeah, he's like, I won. 
Yeah. They know. They yeah. know. I'm a yeah. champ. They know. He used to always <laughs> say that. Right. Yeah. But but yeah, in this case, like he legitimately lost, but it was because of him. Like he, his morals just wouldn't allow him to accept that. And no. I just, and then he's sitting just, there in the locker room, just yep, like, oh my god, his eyes what out. did what the heck did yep, I just do to exactly. myself? Exactly. And then now know, he's under their control because he did something completely unethical, which yep. which was obvious to everyone in the room and anyone who saw it knew he he threw it. He couldn't because he's a terrible actor, and and, and now he's he's totally under the mob's thumb. He yep. belongs to them because what's he going to do after that? Absolutely. Which, the next scene is him, of course. The next scene we see a paper with I think uh, Joe DiMaggio is also. I don't know if it, it might have actually been a real yeah, real newspaper. Yeah. Lamada suspended by yeah. something whatever. So like they even knew he threw the fight, so it was he so kind of jeopardized that whole situation. Like his whole career could have been just jeopardized right. because he didn't just fall. You you threw the fight, so now why not just fall down? But yeah. we'll find out later why. Right, but you see the you see the newspaper. So he's suspended, and the next the very next th- scene is him walking in with Joey, and he's he's complaining that they're sus- <laughs> that they suspended him. <laughs> we were just crying a minute right. ago. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, I, I love that scene because Joey's like, "Come on, hit me, hit me, come on, just hit me." And he falls off. <laughs> see, see, see how that was? Like, yeah, he like lays down on the kitchen. Yeah. You see how hard that was? <laughs> that was great. That was well, hilarious. And that I actually I never noticed was kind of foreshadowing. He says, "You don't understand." He said he was a bum. Which kind of foreshadows the final scene where he, you know, uh, references on the waterfront. Oh, yeah, 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 I could have been a contender. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Bum. So, like, that foreshadowed that whole thing, which I can't wait till we get to that part. Um, so he couldn't he couldn't, he couldn't, couldn't uh, get rid of his pride on yeah. that at all. Yeah. So then they're, you know, kind of getting ready for the, the next fight, which is the championship fight. He, he threw the fight, so now he has a shot at the middleweight championship. And uh, one of the best scenes, <laughs> which I don't know if it was supposed to be funny, or what um, was when they're they're kind of eating and Joe Pesci says, I mean, the only chance you have is if you know if he dies or something. And De Niro's just like, what? Is, what is he sick? Does <laughs> <laughs> he have cancer or something? <laughs> no, this was for that. This was Tommy the mobster, right? Because because they're asking, is Tommy still behind us? Because yeah, he has suspension. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was like, yeah, it's fine. You know, that's the guy dies. Yeah, he's like, what do you mean? Is he, does he have some kind of illness? <laughs> yeah. And he's going on. He's going to dig through the guy's medical right. history to see if he's going to die. Like, no, you, it's just a phrase. <laughs> yeah, you can't eat. My God. <laughs> like, I didn't realize how, like, just, like, he's insane. stone-headed and insane he is. You give so. him any information, and he assumes it's, you know, against him, and he wants to pick uh, it apart. <laughs> oh, it's horrible. And then they're getting ready for the fight, and then he fights with uh, Vicky a little in the hotel room, saying yeah. basically, you know, why don't you order whatever you want? I mean, why are you telling her what to order? He sees. Yeah, you know, yeah. Joey's like, you know, she's like, no, I don't know what she said. I want to have ice cream or something. I don't, might, might not chocolate cake. Chocolate cake. There you go. It's some kind of a dessert, right? Yeah. And then Joey's like, no, I have a cheeseburger and some fries. You know, it'll be. I guess that's a good healthy meal back in the forties. It's a good meal for you. Yeah, you, gotta, you know, you gotta get your, uh, you gotta get your cheese. You gotta get your meat. You gotta get your bread and uh, your starch and your potatoes. I don't know what. Say. All the food groups. <laughs> I don't see why that's better than chocolate cake. To be right. honest with you, but, 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 but Jake takes exception to this. That somehow, you know, Joey's been telling her to eat. Right, cheeseburger. Yeah. <laughs> he's got control of her diet. It's he's so yeah. jealous. And then this other—I don't know who he is. He's actually the guy who plays coach on Cheers, the old Cheers. He shows really? up. Yeah, he's, he comes in and uh, into the hotel. Remember that group that comes in that just like wish them luck. Yeah, that doesn't matter. But but then he kisses uh, Vicky on the mouth. Remember I thought that? that was Tommy, like the main mob boss. No, that wasn't Tommy. That was another uh, guy. Okay, I think. No, well, but <laughs> but I didn't know the coach from Cheers was on it. Yeah, well, I yeah, 
And I think that was a new appearance there. But in any event, Jake gets jealous of that. He's like, you know, he thinks everyone's messing with Vicky. And yeah. she's cheating on him with everybody. <laughs> everybody that walks in. God. He's so insane. I think he slaps her in the face a couple times. Yep. And then, yeah, Joey kind of steps in and, you know, De Niro, not like great just acting from De Niro. Shut up! Shut yeah. Like, just like, De Niro's so terrifying. Like, I would never mess with him. Even, oh, man. Yeah, and I, and I think this this should be said is that is that a lot of this stuff, it, it almost sounds ridiculous, and we, we kind of laugh, but it's it's performed so yeah. well yeah. and directed so well that it's just realistic. Yeah, and you're not, like, laughing because it's, like, silly, like, oh, an 80, you know, or late 70s, early 80s movie. No. It's like, oh, that's stupid. It scares the crap just, out of yeah. you that someone's actually just, doing this. But like you said earlier, like, when your parents are fighting. Right. Or, like, <laughs> you got no choice but to giggle. Yeah. Because it's... Like, when your, your your old grandpa's yelling at you or something, you're, you're kind of scared, but at the same time, you're, <laughs> yeah. you find the funny side. Um, <laughs> is, this, is this person actually this crazy? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes, absolutely. 100%. And they are committed to their insanity. So, but this, so, yeah, so there's that in the hotel. And then it goes to, which I think is the the best or the second best scene in the entire movie, which is them in the locker room. And this is the long shot, which is, yeah. I don't know how long it is. Yeah. I don't know if it's the longest single shot ever. <laughs> I, yeah. I watched it today. Does it start with him, like, punching yeah, on, on the bottom? Like... So, yeah, so there's this, this long shot of, of, of Joey... <laughs> Joey wearing this catcher's mitt sort of thing, and <laughs> and Jake practicing doing body shots. It starts there, and then they move from there through the tunnel, and you know it's a yeah, few it's seconds. Like it's just one all the shot. way through. You know, yeah. just, what the great thing is the sound again. Once again, it's the sound. It's it's them running, but also these people start cheering. Yeah. And then they go in, and then they're and then the camera sort of changes, and then uh, they're going up and over this hump, but into the crowd. And as the crowd yeah. sees them, it roars. Yeah. Right. And then they go down, and it's and now it's you're like ring. you're you're getting down into the ring, and everyone's screaming and going nuts. Yep. And then he goes up into the ring, and he starts dancing, and it's like all one shot, all one shot, no take, no, yeah. no cuts, nothing. Yeah. Just one. Like solid... that's where I think uh, Scorsese revolutionized like the tracking shot. Yeah. Like he used that again in Goodfellas. Yep. And then Quentin Tarantino has been trying to copy him ever since. I don't but... know if there's one that's been as good this long. Or... No. Yeah. Dep- this is just maybe, but yeah. I it just I. You can watch that one over and over and yeah. over again, and you still sort of... I, I, I get this whole, I'm preparing, and then, uh, to me, it, there's, um, in my opinion, there's there's nothing that moves me as much as the sound of a, of a crowd rising mm-hmm. into yep. some sort oh. of... Yeah. You know, like, yeah, that's... You know, that just gets me every time, and it, it was just perfectly timed, the way everything was done. Absolutely. It was yeah. great. And so it's like, this is real. Yeah, that's that's Scorsese at his best. I mean, this... I mean, this whole movie is just it's Scorsese at his best, De Niro at his best, Pesci at his best, and well, I mean, we and we still see more of them in years to come. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that that long shot is just incredible. Um, see, and then so this got, is for the championship. Saying, I'm the boss. I'm the boss. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. this is the championship. He's going to get the middleweight championship, and uh, again, and then the music uh, again leading up to the. Uh, during the tracking shot, there was still music yeah, in the yeah. background. You that get the was, score again. It's uh, overlaying the crowd. Yeah. It's just 
it's yep. incredible. Yeah, just this score is. If you don't watch, honestly, if you don't watch the movie, just yeah. go watch I, this on YouTube I, or something. I, honestly, the spoilers don't even matter in this movie. Like, if you haven't seen this movie and you're hearing us talking about it, yeah. like, it doesn't matter. Like, it's just a story about a guy's life. Like, no, you, you can, can find go, these moments. Yeah, and you, they're great. Yeah, you can Wikipedia this guy, and you know he won these fights, he lost these fights, he he did all that. It's just the us talking about it doesn't even do it justice. So you no. seeing this will just give you a new perspective on it. Or if you've never seen it before, you know, it'll just give you more incentive incentive to see it. Like I said, it's not like a movie where it's like, oh, there's a twist at the end or, you know, things no. like that. Like, it's just it's just a story. Like, that's... it's You're, you're watching a, a character rise and fall. Right, exactly. And, and this is how it happens. Yeah. But, and this is his rise right here. He wins the championship. I right. mean... Pretty, and it's weird, too, because it's not... This isn't Rocky. This yeah. isn't like, uh, you know, this isn't the final battle where I beat the bad guy and win in a way that actually i don't know how much is is devoted to the actual fight but it's not very much no no i mean uh, the fight itself is not a big deal this one is sort of like and this is why i think that the uh the i don't know what you call the pinnacle which is actually i I think everything is down after he yeah he sells out well because the fight itself is is actually not a big deal he wins and it's nice you want to see him do it but there's not that same emotion to it. Right. It's really more the long shot of him getting into the ring, which is a bigger deal than him actually winning the, the belt, in my opinion. No, definitely. I mean, actually, the bigger fight to me is is going to come up in a second here is um, after. So he wins the championship. Yeah. You know, that's great. It's a cool moment. You know, he's emotional about it. Like, he's happy. He finally won this championship legitimately. Yeah. Um, and then it cuts to him setting up a old school TV, uh, old black and white TV, yeah. and uh, he's eating some bread. <laughs> he's got like this sandwich. <laughs> yeah, eating this, eating this sandwich. And, uh, <laughs> it must be only De Niro, but usually when people talk and eat at the same time, it disgusts me. But when De Niro does it, it's just no, like it's not that cat, bad. Yeah, the Copland. Like, all right, all right. <laughs> you've, you've seen Copland? Which one's that? That's With the... uh, Stallone. Like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You blew it. You, you blew, blew it. He's eating a hoagie in that one. <laughs> I was thinking of a TV show when you said Copland at first. But, yeah, the Copland with Stallone. You yeah. blew it. He's <laughs> <laughs> snacking out a sandwich in that one. Yeah, this one. He's trying to fix some awful TV. Yeah. He's, in, he's in loafers, these short shirts, this button-down shirt. He's got this big belly. Yeah. And he's got this, like, mayonnaise and ham sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> he's gnawing on. Joe, Joey's making all these wisecracks. Uh, You're like, a fat F. Your stomach's you in the way. I can't see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like what? Uh, so yeah, he's trying to set up this TV. There's just out of nowhere. Tadiro brings up. So what happened at the Copa Cabana when uh, you beat up Frank Vincent? Yeah, like, all these out years of nowhere. Ago. Yeah, years ago. He brings it up out of nowhere. He's like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah, got I, out of line. I, you, yeah. <laughs> I, beat I settled up. it. Yeah, it was no big deal. Yeah. Um, so you know that 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 fight starts to get heated. And th- th- this was like the second or third time I watched this movie where this scene is what sold it for me is when they started going back and forth and then he you know De Niro finally says did you screw my wife and then you know Pesci's that's just that scene just like the way Scorsese lets them take their time with it it's not just back and forth back and forth it's just like Pesci just kind of stares at the stares at him for a minute like how could he ask me that yeah like and you know it just kind of builds up like how can you I'm not going to answer and I have you know, to it's say a stupid question there's some it is a stupid question yeah. but in a, in a funny way you almost sort of play into it where you're like I don't know what he's going to say yeah even though I I don't 
think you, he did. No, okay, I was going to ask you, I, do you I, think I, Pesci did? No, I don't think yeah, he did I at all. I don't either. But I think the fact that I even, for a, a split second, even thought about it means this is great because this movie is making me even think of the, the impossible, the yeah. stupid. Yeah. Now I'm in Lamada's mind. Right. Which I shouldn't be because yeah. it's insane, right? I don't want any part of this thing. That's when you know a movie's doing a great job is right. when you're in the person's <laughs> yeah. mind you shouldn't be in. Now I'm like, I don't know the answer. I don't know yeah. what he's going to say. Right. Yeah. And of course he denies it, which which when you think about it is ridiculous. He wouldn't, right. He really wouldn't do that. He cares about it. He's been... He's been caring about his brother, yeah. you know, longer than he's, he should be. Yeah, he's been the one talking. He's been trying to talk sense at him, which again I'm going to touch on in the final scene. Um, but yeah, that's just that scene just captivated me so much the second time I watched this movie. Like I said, the first time I enjoyed it, I just I didn't get you know the you know I was like okay whatever. But then yeah, it's tense. The more you watch it, like it's just like the more you're drawn in, the more you catch. Um, but yeah, that that scene, you know, did you have my wife? You know. Why would you ask me a question like he's that? He's deadly he serious. Is. He's he's but, like he's waiting for. Yeah. He thinks he's going to say yes. Yeah, and then again, he catches on the little things. He says, you know, De Niro says, you know, if I find something out, I'm going to kill somebody. <laughs> I'm going to kill somebody. <laughs> and then Pesci's like, you know, go ahead and kill everybody. Kill this guy. Kill this um, guy. Kill yeah. this guy. Kill me while you're at it. And then he keeps going. And then he's like, wait, 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 wait. What do you mean kill you? What do you mean kill you? Yeah. <laughs> Well, no, but you said that for a real specific reason. You, you know, you mentioned this guy, you mentioned that guy, but you just said you. So there must be some reason like, why you said what? you. <laughs> it's like, what are you talking about? You're dealing with a mental patient. Yes, it's, exactly. But a mental patient that can destroy you. Yes. At any moment. That's Absolutely. The, yeah. Oh, my God. Like, that's when you're just like, oh, my God. Okay, this guy is just totally nuts. Why you say you? But then he does it. Like, so okay, okay, that's done. So he goes up to Vicky, and he does the same sort of thing yeah, to her. She just comes back in, yeah. I think, from going out. This yeah, is she's like, he's like, what movie did you see? You know, Father of the Bride. I just had to say that because it's a fun fact for the yeah, movie. Yeah, she, she obviously saw Father of the Steve Martin. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, the Steve Martin version. Um, <laughs> he's like, uh, and he just starts questioning her. And he's like, you know, asking her if she's screwed certain people. Um, but that's when she goes off, though, right? Yeah, and then she goes off. She she's locks like a, herself in the bathroom. She's like, "Get away! Get away!" <laughs> that's that. That's hilarious because that inflection on it like totally stands out to me. Get away! <laughs> and then he busts the door down, but he doesn't actually hit her. I don't think. No, he does. He, oh, he does? slaps her around a little. I just get so used to the slapping. I don't. Yeah, you know, you get used to it at this. It movie. wasn't like a bad beating. It was yeah. just a normal run of the mill, <laughs> just the daily slap. Yeah. <laughs> just a little, you know, just a little, little tappy. Um, so yeah, he slaps her around, and then he's like, uh, she's like, yeah, I, I screwed them all. I screwed this. I screwed your, your brother. brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, which uh, when, yeah, he's no. like, kind of like, oh, you, you screwed my brother. There goes the wheels. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he's like, and obviously she's saying it sarcastically, she's just like, trying to piss him off. Yeah, of course, she, a mistake. But. Yeah, but and she's like, what do you want me to say? I screwed them all. Like blah blah blah. She's like, like, yeah, I'll say whatever yeah. you want to say. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's so like, I actually, obviously, I actually think she was faithful. I do believe that. Yeah. So I, now, now I think she, she left the house to go do whatever she wanted to do. I don't think she back she at the Copacabana. Yeah, or stuff whatever. like that. Yeah. Maybe she did other things just to get out of the house, and she feels like a prisoner. And I, I, I can kind of sympathize with that. I, I don't think she cheated on him. I think it was all in his mind. Yeah. And if he was just normal. You know, she could just have friends and go do whatever she's got to do, and you know, you know, just be a normal guy. And your wife goes <laughs> right. out, and then you don't beat her up, and right. then you don't have to worry, you know, accusing everyone of doing all this stuff. But she said, "I screwed your brother," yep. and, and I, you know, 
sucked as whatever. Yeah. She's <laughs> saying all this stuff. Yep. So he flips out. Yep. Not smart. And then that's when we learn they live close. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're apparently neighbors yeah. because he walks out of the house. <laughs> he walks out of the house, storms out. Walking she's, on the sidewalk. He's chasing him. She's yelling at him. And then, uh, you know, there's there's neighbors walking by and stuff. And he's and she's like, takes him. And then, like, Scorsese does a brilliant job at this is he... You know, knocks her down in front of a car. You don't see what's happening, but you see him kind of yeah. slap her around. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. love that subtle, just like, you know, we don't need to see it, but we know what's going on. Right. Like, uh, that's uh, enough. Yep. Yep. And just like a pan walking down the street, and then he gets into Joey's house, and <laughs> like, uh, uh, like how you're supposed to sympathize with Joey. And he's like telling his kid, "You don't. If you yeah. if you eat your food like that again, I'm gonna shove you with this knife." Or... So here he is. Yeah, they're at the dinner table. They find out where well, we find out that they're just a few houses down. And Jake storms into the house. Yeah. <laughs> Joe's yelling at his kid for God knows what. And if you notice, actually, the, the, there's a daughter. She's either sitting with the on the wife's lap or next to it. She's laughing. She's yeah. laughing at Joey <laughs> yelling at the brother. And then Jake just storms in, just grabs Joey out of the, just grabs him out of his chair, punching him, and just pummels him yeah. through the house, throws him through like a French door inside the house. Everyone's screaming. Everyone's going nuts. And then Jake turns, his wife's trying to pull him up. He turns around, pops his wife in the face. It's a yeah. crap show. No, absolutely. That's... But, well, again, just a Scorsese moment. They, he shows a point of view shot of Robert uh, De Niro kicking uh, Scorsese, <laughs> kicking Pesci, just like he does in Goodfellas. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Kicking. Like that's the original kick. The like face people, with the, people, the, yeah. yeah, the turning your body <laughs> and it's a kick. It's with the with the with the mouth, the scowl. Yep, the scowl. And uh, people, you know, he's associated with Goodfellas, but hey, it started here. Raging Bull. It started here. Like yep. that was. <laughs> I love that. Say so, yeah, that destroys his relationship with everybody. There, yeah, they're basically. done. Every, he's done with everyone at that. Yep. Right, yep. uh, he may, he has another fight uh, and wins. Uh, tries to call Joe. You see that you know he tries to he makes up with Vicky a little bit. Yeah, she's with him at this yeah, point. She's she's still with him. They're going through the tunnel. Yeah, he tries. Yep. He calls he calls Joey, and <laughs> of course in humor, Joey Joey thinks it's a prank call. I, think, I don't know if he thinks it's Salvi or something. He's like you know f your mother blah blah blah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and Jake's sitting there just listening to it, and you know Joey's just. Saying all these curse yeah. words, it's just it's ridiculous. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, say, you know, he's still, you know, it seems like he's still too prideful to actually. Yeah. Talk oh, to totally. He doesn't want to talk to. He's, he's, he's still. He's ashamed. Yeah. He has a conscience. Yeah. Which is good. He, I mean, he doesn't do anything about it. Yeah. Just, I'm ashamed. Yeah, I'm ashamed. Yeah. Um. So yeah, after that call, finds his. Uh, you find his final, the final fight of the movie, final fight with Sugar Ray Robinson. Number what? Five, six. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, I think it was, f- yeah, five or six. Um, so this fight, I think, was the main fight of the movie. I mean, I think this was like the most brutal one. Yeah, and this was the most revealing of Jake Lamada. Yeah, yeah, of absolutely. what he's all about because. You know, just the power of the punches again, the, the the sound effects with the punches. And he just starts taking a beating. He starts taking a beating. From... It's a, yeah, it's, it's sort of a back and forth. Yeah. And they get to the last round. Yeah. And he decides to just sit there and and and, and put his arms around the top rope and yep. get his face beaten. Yep. Absolutely. And, and, yeah, he just totally gets, yeah. And he's not even doing it. And he keeps saying, come on. 
Come on. Like, Come on. He, yeah. he's not what are you doing? Yeah. yeah, he just keeps saying. And Robinson thinks he's insane, yeah. which he is. And then just another brilliant movie moment from Scorsese, just that final punch, just slow-mo, just like in the build-up, kind of calm before the storm kind of thing. It's like just, cocked, like way yeah, high. just the sound and, yeah. goes down and... And then just, boom, final punch. But guess what? You know, obviously Sugar Ray won. Again, I love the imagery from Scorsese. She's still, just the whole move, the, all, every fight you have flash bulbs yeah, coming. Yeah, always, always, yeah. The old I, style yeah, photography. Yeah. Absolutely love. So, yeah, Sugar Ray won, obviously. But then, you know, you get you get what he's all about. He walks over to Ray's corner and he goes, Hey, Ray. It's it's sort of it's sort of low in volume. Yeah. There's, there's this loud roar of the crowd and maybe some music. Yep. And and, and Jake goes over and he's like, Hey, Ray. Hey, Ray. And then and Ray looks over and he's like, You never knocked me down, Ray. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You never mm-hmm. knocked me down. You never knocked me down. And that's that's the point. Like again, he he was distraught that he threw a fight. He was sad, he was bawling his eyes out, which a tough guy doesn't do. And he basically he kinda let Ray win. Yeah, he sat there yeah, and he, he sat there and took it. But this is what I was kinda getting in the beginning. Because Sugar Ray, I mean, he's like the next best compared to Jake LaMotta. Yeah. But he he allowed himself to get his face beat in. Yep. Because of all the stuff he'd done, yeah, outside the ring, all the stuff you'd done, but um, he wouldn't. And so you think that's the reason why? He, I think because so. he's just atoning for all of his. But he's still tough enough to be like, look, even despite all. Yeah, it's everything is in his brain. Everything is in his own crazy head. Yeah, he's like I'm the champ. Yeah, because even though you know I I messed up my life everywhere else and I allowed you to beat the heck out of my face, you still couldn't knock me down. Yeah, you never got me down, Ray. You never got me down. And then... It's inspiring, but it's crazy. What I love about that scene is kind of... it. I see it as a callback to Taxi Driver. You zoom in, you see the ropes. You pan over, you pan over, just plain ropes. And then you see the blood just dripping down. Kind of yeah. like in Taxi Driver when you see the blood dripping down his finger. Yeah, the finger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's... I love, I love director trademarks like that. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I absolutely love that. So I think we're done with the... Oh, you're recording? Yeah, recording. <laughs> I could cut that up. All right, so and then, uh, so yeah, you know that was kind of his last fight, and then it cuts to about 1956. I think the the fight with Sugar Ray was about 1950. I think that's right. 1949. But it moved a few years yeah. from the beginning, so it was in the, into the 50s at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but is yeah, this when we see him retire, or is that well later? So, so yeah, the next scene I think is him in Miami at his house getting interviewed by someone with is his that family outside at the pool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Um, you know, they're taking pictures and stuff, and then you see that he has a nightclub. Um, Lamadas. Lamadas. <laughs> Guess what it's called? Guess. <laughs> Lamada. Oh, how original. <laughs> I know, right? That... Well, um, <laughs> did you, by the way, did you know he's still alive? Jake Lamada? Yeah. No, I he was no born idea. in 1921. I forget this guy's been long gone. No. He's <laughs> ni- yeah, he's 96. That's incredible. Yeah. I don't know how coherent he is or anything, but. Uh... I fought the guy. <laughs> do we know that? Do we, is there any information about what he thought of the movie? Probably not, right? No, actually, he was like. I, there's actually photos of like um, him on set with De Niro, just kind of giving him tips. Like he, he oh, dug yeah? it. Like, yeah. He but was... they must have bought the rights of the story, so they yeah, wanted definitely. to get him involved yep. and give 
details and stuff like that. Yeah, because it's probably it's probably off a book or something. I don't know. It's probably, must have been, yeah. yeah. Like the uh, well, Goodfellas was off yeah. the Wise Henry guys. Roth uh, biography, I yep. believe, right? Yeah, you called yeah because the movie was called, the book was called Wise Guys. That's actually what the movie was going to be yeah. called. Yeah. Um, but anyways, um, but yeah, we get to his next. So this scene. is the absolute <laughs> fall of a yes, character. Yes, absolutely. I mean, this is weird. Yes. This is when you see a guy that you've been watching for two hours or however long, and he's this you know badass guy that's beating people up and indestructible, and now he's become a clown. I mean, <laughs> a literal clown. Yes. I mean, he's he's up there telling these crazy jokes up on the stage, which is actually if you, in, in the beginning of earlier part of the movie where he meets with Tommy and all these guys they go into a nightclub and there's another guy who's doing stand up it's sort of like you know the take my wife please sort of like you know Rot- hacky Gingerfield yeah, yeah yeah just bad jokes sort yes. of thing but that's him yes I mean that's he would if he saw himself <laughs> at that point he would right. kick that guy's ass <laughs> you know I mean he's antisocial right and I don't know if it's because that, but my idea is that maybe he went from Everything he did was with his fists, and once he gave that up, he had nothing, right? So right. He's, he's sort of just using some weird sort of charm to get over on people, which yeah. just goes in all these weird... It's not him. I mean, you, no. it's it's awkward. It's, it's almost not, like watching The Office yes. with Michael Scott. <laughs> it's almost that bad. Yeah, it's he thinks he's funny, but it, it no. it's just... Awful, awful jokes. People are clapping because he was a champ. Yes, and exactly. That's oh, that Jake Lamont, he was the he was the champ. Oh, oh. it's uh, bad. I mean, it's really awkward. It's really horrible to watch this guy just descend slower yep. and slower. And then you kind of see what a sleazy creep he is. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah. just uh, that that scene. Like, I want to see what the microphone sounds like at a pretty girl. <laughs> and it's just like, what the hell are you doing? It's bad. It's bad. Yeah, and then, uh, and then you know, someone, you know, one of his waitresses says, you know, this person is not twenty one. He goes up to her. He's like, are you, are you twenty one? Are you gonna prove it to me? Can you, can you, how, how are you gonna prove it to me? And he makes them kiss her or kiss him. It's like, wow. <laughs> sort of like uh, it's like a girls gone wild. Yeah, like kind of feel where like. Yeah, it makes me feel uncomfortable. It's, it's <laughs> like, weird. It's, it's like, what is this guy doing? You super look who weird. you were. Yeah, and look at what are you doing now? Yes. And uh, so yeah, then he, you know, the the, the FBI God, or whatever awful. comes and gets him and says, "Do you know this girl? You know, you've been introducing her to." I was like, yeah, I mean, a lot. Uh, but he's sleeping in what looks like some kind of a back. Yeah, it's not a back they, alley, but it's like a trailer yeah. or like behind the club. Right. Where is he at that point? <laughs> he's not in a bedroom. Yeah. He's not with his wife because I, I think actually oh, yeah. slightly before that she says she, she's leaving him. Yeah. Yeah. She's yeah, finally he, had enough. He spent the night at the club and then he goes out and she's in the car. Right. And then, yeah, she, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, she's had enough. So he's sleeping maybe behind um, the club or somewhere with yeah. the DA and a sheriff come and they're like, hey, have you seen this girl? Yeah. So maybe he's just still sleeping in the back room of the club or something. I don't know. Um, he's I, all sweaty and fat and just weird. But yeah. They say, you know, basically you've been introducing guys to 14 year old girls. He said, you mean to tell me she's 14? Which he kind of has a point there. You know, she, she does not look 14, but he married a 15 year old. Um, no, no, but it's interesting though because the, the the bad things, the beginning of the the what I would call the rise of Jake Lamada during that point, the bad things he does are kind of funny, mm-hmm. and you sort of excuse them. But the bad things that Jake Lamada on the way down does are not are not as funny, no. <laughs> and you don't want to really have any part of it. Yeah, you don't want to be caught laughing at them. Mm, no, nope. <laughs> I'm not with this guy. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> when you beat your wife for burning the steak, yeah. that, that was kind of funny. But now you served. I'll go the 14 year old girl. I'm like, uh, yeah. If, if you're watching this movie with a group of people, you're, you're seen laughing at that scene. You're like, oh, oh, no, I wasn't laughing. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> not me. It was a joke I heard earlier. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so yeah, he got real creepy at the end there. Um, he gets arrested. It doesn't get lower. Uh, yeah, so he yeah, gets, he, then but, he's got to make Bond. Yeah, he gets to make... Well, he, he makes Bond somehow, but so he tries to sell his oh, that's uh, right. the jewels from his crown. And uh, when he's getting the, the belt from his house, which is at his wife's house, who she you know she finally lets him in. Now, this reminds me of Casino. This is, oh, yeah, yeah, This yeah. is sort of like Casino, yeah. where he needs the cash. Yep, he needs the cash. But... <laughs> Something I love about this uh, scene was, uh, you know, he's getting the jewels, you know, from the belt. He's like banging it from the belt. What a moron! (laughs) And then the plates fall. He's like, (laughs) "What are you doing with the plates on the?" (laughs) Yeah. So here he's on a counter, banging with a hammer on his championship belt to get the jewels off of him to go to a freaking pawn shop. And in the process, the what she had, his wife had plates in this play, they, they come crashing down. He yells at her for them not being secure. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Well, and then again, he, just showing his madness. Just insane. And then he goes to the pawn shop and the guy's like, what do you mean you're giving me these random jewels? Yeah. You could have just brought the belt. Yeah, just bring the belt. Which is worth a lot more money than any of these individual pieces. He he couldn't even get $2,000 for the jewels. And then actually one point uh, when he's actually getting the belt again from Vicky's apartment or whatever, like she's like, why can't you get the money from your friends? And he says, what friends? So that kind of is telling as to where he is in life. Just like you have no friends. No, it's all an act. It's been an act. It's been nonsense. uh, Yes, exactly. Um yeah, so yeah, he blames the, t- the dishes. <laughs> yeah, would do not appropriately uh, storing the dishes in yep. case a guy comes with a hammer and so, bangs on your yep. counters. <laughs> so he can't get the money, so then they finally, they're they're throwing him behind bars, and you see him fighting his way until they, they throw him in that cell. It looks like a, it's not even a cell, it's like a hole. Yeah. It's like it's what just... you'd imagine to be where you throw someone in, like, it's like a dungeon, right? You know, yeah. like a modern day dungeon. They're, yeah, absolutely. He's fighting every inch, every way. There's two guys yep. manhandling again. Him. The animalistic, yeah. like again, I've never n- noticed so much just the right. animalistic uh, part of him. He's going on instinct. Yeah, yeah, instinct exactly. Uh, so he's behind bars, puts up a fight going on there, and then just the the scene that just stood out for me that oh. kind of just basically won him the Oscar. I don't care if he's just yelling or anything. It's just it was so believable. Just like just him. He starts, you know, punching the wall or I think banging his head on the wall first. Both. Concrete wall. Yeah. Banging his head. Starts punching. Why? 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 And then, um, you know, he's kind of realizing just everything he's done. Yeah, exactly. This is all because of you. Like you, you've done this. And like after he's done hitting his head and punching his hands on the wall, he's like... You're so stupid. So stupid. You know? You're like, my hand, my hand, it yeah. hurt. And you feel it. You feel like, God, if I did that, I would be like crying. I know. Pain. Exactly. And that's actually good. If, I don't know if that was a real concrete wall or what, because like, you know, usually you see that in movies, you see like the wall, like kind of budging a little, like little, you don't yeah. even see that budging. Like, I, I don't know if that was I don't was know what they did. Maybe yeah. it was dark because maybe you didn't see it. I don't yeah, know. And the true. sound, of course, was great. Yeah. So you don't know what he was But then against. again, but yeah, as he, he's saying, you're so stupid, he also says, I'm not an animal. And that's not an again, animal, yeah. the, the animalistic thing. That's what he feels like. He's like yeah. again in the cage, like you said. Yeah. Um, which another 1980 movie, uh, uh, Animal, uh, 
Elephant Man, you know. Elephant Man. I'm man. not an animal. Yeah. Uh, so that they must have just said in 1980s, uh, we want you to use this line in movies. Uh, I'm not an animal. <laughs> Please use that line. Oh, well, maybe. Yeah. Must use it. But that, it's true, though. Problem. He was a, yeah. like a wild. No, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, you know, in jail. So the, but, yeah, that scene with him punching the wall, being in the center of the wall, just totally. It's just, so real. It's yeah. just, it's uh, like you said, the performance is just. He's, it's just like what you'd want to do, right? Yeah. You're so mad at yourself mm-hmm. for why you're here, and it's not necessary. It's really not. Yeah. He got into that spot all of his own decisions. Yep. Nobody put him exactly. there. He didn't have to end up where he was. Yeah. And he's furious because it's like, okay, here's a guy that beat people up. Okay, let's think about this. Yeah. Not, not just people, okay. He beat women, his wives. Yep. He did all these things. And what does he get pinched for? He gets pinched for selling alcohol <laughs> to a 14-year-old right, girl. Yeah. Of all things. Of all things, yep. Of all the bad yep. things this guy's done in his life, <laughs> he ends up in this hole, in this dark, dank dungeon for selling alcohol to a 14-year-old yep, girl. Exactly. It's crazy. It's nuts. And he's just like, what the F did I do to myself? <laughs> How did I get here? Right, yeah. Oh, well, you're man. crazy, but... yeah. But, but yeah, out of all things, like you said, yeah, it's like the most minimal thing you could really do. Like, it's like, okay, what big deal? Um, comparatively. Yeah. All the things that he's comparatively, done. Comparatively, yes, exactly. Yeah, we don't sell um, for two No, no, oh, absolutely no. not. Thank you for uh, clarifying yeah, that. I want to be absolutely <laughs> sure. 100% clear. <laughs> yeah. All the alcohol we sold tonight is going to people <laughs> over 21. <laughs> Precisely. Um, and then we get to uh, him again in a nightclub, but not so much smaller nightclub. He's back in New York City instead oh, of Miami. This is the this is the this bottom is just, of the barrel, yep, though. I mean, is, but this nightclub is the worst. Yep. This is where, like, you know, a guy you saw on an episode of, you know, Seinfeld 20 years ago shows up and does stand-up and no one cheers. And it's then, Banya. And yeah, it's Banya. <laughs> it's Banya. <laughs> but, but then Banya introduces somebody else who's yeah. even less known. Which is what he does. This is the club for the the, the lowest of the low. <laughs> Banya's the Seinfeld. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, it, yeah, exactly. I mean, it doesn't get this is the no. this is low. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, he's got nothing. But uh, so yeah, I mean, you see what he's going through in that club. Like it's a tiny club. People are just heckling him and. <laughs> Yeah, you know, he's trying to talk back. Oh, you want me to make a comeback? <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, oh, it's so awkward. Terrible. Uh, but then after that night, he sees Joey. Right, because he he see he walks out of the club, I think, and then he sees Joey going to a grocer. Yep. What, what looks like Joey. You're not really sure. Yeah. And then he sees him come out, and then he's walking on. Go ahead. No, I mean, well, no, I mean he, he sort of just tracks him down. Yeah, yeah, he tracks him down, oh, he, and then down you know the he's waiting outside the the uh, the convenience store, and then Joey, Joey comes knows out. that he's it's like, him following it. At yeah. some point, he knows it's Joey. Yeah, he's like, hey, hey Joey, Joey, and, and uh, Jake's just going. not giving him any satisfaction. He just keeps walking, keeps walking. He gets to his car, and and uh, De Niro, you know, pulls him back. You know, tries to hug him, and and. Joey's just like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Get out of here. Um, and I like how it's a tracking shot as he's following him. Yeah. Until, yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, the tracking. I love that. Like, I hate when filmmakers nowadays are just lazy. Have to cut. And just don't. Yeah, they just cut. Like, just 
you know, do show something. It. Yeah, show, show it. Show what's like, happening. Yeah, show us real time stuff. Deal. We can yeah. handle it. We yeah, can, so we've we, got the attention. We understand. I'm watching. I don't need to get that you know. thing. We have the attention span. Yeah. Apparently, all these other folks do not. Well, people um, listening definitely have the attention span because yes. we've been going on for a very long time. I'm having fun, so that's that's what counts. I'm enjoying um, talking about maybe the greatest movie ever made. Yes, so, like, dude. It, it, I, I still have Taxi Driver as my number one. Okay, that that's fair. Yeah, um, but talking about this more, I mean, this is going because this wasn't even in my top ten for a while, but it's definitely in my top ten now. But it's moving up and up. Um, well, this one touches into something that, in a lot of ways, I don't even really relate to personally, but I can understand mm-hmm. and I I can appreciate. Again and again, it brings up to my point about what when you told me like you see it as a piece of art. And yeah, that's what it is. I mean, it's it's a piece of art. I mean, very few of us like, do. Or act in the way that Jake LaMotta does or acts. Nobody does. Nobody gets their butt kicked or kicks other people. Yeah, and you don't even relate to him. No, you don't. Yeah, you don't relate to him. But But you can sit there and see it and you're like, yes, this is not me or anything (laughs) a part of me. But I see what you've put together and it's incredible. Yeah, it's like you can't relate to him. Yeah, yeah, it's still just how is it this good? (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't know that actually as we say this, I don't know that... (laughs) Anything, a piece of music or any other piece of art that you cannot relate to but still love is right, how yeah. that's possible, actually. Yeah, because, yeah, music, like, a, a, you know, best songs I've ever heard, you know, I relate to them. It makes you feel yeah, something. It makes me you, feel yeah. something. Yeah, just something about this movie, just, uh, it's hard to articulate what exactly it is. It is. It. It's I think difficult. It's just, I think it's just an artsy movie that it's not. Can, you know, it's not perceived as an artsy movie to the general public. Yeah, you know? it, it's sort of just the way that it's directed and performed, of course. Yeah. That makes you feel in that moment what is going on. Yeah. And absolutely. it's not that it's it, maybe it's not that you have to relate to it. Maybe it's just the fact that it it does what it needs to do at that point. Right. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's, it is uh, relatable at some point. I mean, it's a human story. It's a human story about a guy who realizes what he's doing, and yet he takes he takes a beating for it. He he understands what he's doing, so he's taking this beating for it. He 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 you know takes that beating in the ring. He he takes that beating from his brother. He, you know, he tells him to punch him and. You know, I mean, maybe yeah, I guess... maybe we just relate to that. Maybe we just like are like, I don't deserve this. You yeah, know, I don't deserve that. Yeah, maybe that's just an extreme example. Of yeah, maybe you just get up and you go to work every day, right? Maybe yeah. that's maybe that's your beating. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> maybe you know, that's just it's yeah. it's totally exaggerated by right. Yeah, someone that you love to watch like De Niro, or whatever. But maybe that's maybe it's just that simple. Because yeah. the other option is Louis C.K. Have you seen his new stand-up on uh, Netflix? Um, the other option is you could kill yourself. True. You know, that is always an option. It is. <laughs> you can just, pending. You don't have to do anything. You can just kill yourself. <laughs> I'm sorry to get so dark on you, folks. Um. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> it is a viable. Uh, so basically, he lo- basically so yeah. He get he catches up with Joey. Joey's like, uh, you know, finally just like, all right, yeah, I'll call you. I'll call you. Maybe yeah, but just it, patronizing him. Well, you it's know? true, but he's doing his De Niro, Lamada yeah. sort of his schmooze, which is. You know, you kind of fall for it. Yeah, no, definitely. He's hugging him and he's giving a kiss. Like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He he does this with all the women in his life. Yeah, and you know, it's his brother, so he's doing this kind of the same thing. And that's another thing about the animal thing. Like, all his stuff, he he never talks. His relationship with Vicky, he he barely said a word. That relationship start, started without without him saying a word. He made up with Vicky when uh, Joey said, uh, 
you know, go make up with her and, you know, we'll go out before you go out for your fight, yeah. you know. But don't tell my wife. No. I'm not going to take her. He's going to bring his girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, so the brothers are both showing hypocritical. But but he, he goes to make up with his wife and doesn't say anything. He just, you know, kisses her, kisses her. And then when he punches her, he goes up to her again, just kisses her, kisses her. So he's, like, not using, like, actual human things. He's using animal instincts. Like, yeah, but just that, like, does, that actually reminds me of going way back now when he brings Vicky into his father's apartment and... And he t- he shows her the the uh, the birdcage. Yeah. But then he goes into the dad's bedroom. And you remember when when they saw the picture of of, uh, of Jake and, and Joey? The, remember that? Yeah. The shot. But then it's... Oh, I remember. Well, it starts with how he seduces her, actually. When she's sort of looking at the picture and he goes up to her and he gives her a peck and then another peck and another peck. And it's... He's sort of nice. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. He has an ability to be nice. nice. <laughs> but again, it's not with words. No, it's not. It's, it's not. Every, it's never every, with words. Everything he does is physical. It is. You're right. He never says, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. Does Even he ever say, he, you know, we he, should be, unless he's mocking. Yeah. Like we said, let's be friends. He's mocking. Let's be friends. He's mocking. <laughs> no, when I say it to my wife, I'm not mocking. Yeah. No, no, no. Of course I not. Would, <laughs> I would never mock. Get the boo-boo kiss. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're right, though. It's all physical. Yeah. It's all, it's, uh, he, he 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 corners them, or he he comes up with. Uh, <laughs> we keep playing pussy. Something <laughs> it's uh, not. Let's put that for the record. <laughs> it's not. It's has nothing to do with pussy. <laughs> oh Jesus. Um. Yeah. But you're right. Everything he does is physical. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Absolutely. It's he doesn't have that. It's not. You sort of. You said he's dumb. I mean, I think that's. It could be true. He's not stupid, but no. He has he's a he's a, he's an exaggerated character. No, everything absolutely. is is what he does with his body, right? He loves intently. He he he's physical. He punches. He yeah. takes punishment. He right. does all these things with his body. You're right. right. Yeah. He doesn't have to. He doesn't need to express himself because no. he can do it physically. Yep. yep. Exactly. I, I'm glad. This is oh, this is so great to analyze this movie. Makes you appreciate film more. I want to do this with more movies, that's for sure, in future shows. Um, so yeah, just to, so yeah, to you know, finally wrap this up. Um, so yeah, basically he's lost everything after that Joey scene. He's lost everything. I mean, he has no family. He isn't he? Doesn't have a brother. Yes, his brother said he's going to call him. He's not going to call he him. He might or may yeah. not, but it, it doesn't um, matter at that point, so, right? So again, so the movie starts with him, you know, rehearsing his lines. The movie ends with him practicing his lines, but this time in front of a mirror. Yeah. Um, he's practicing his lines, and of course, he uh, his lines are from On the Waterfront. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the uh, Marlon Brando's best films, his oh, first definitely. Oscar. Yeah. Uh, and the, one of the most famous scenes of all time. Uh, you know, the I could have been a contender scene. He's right. rehearsing that that yeah. scene. Um, so, I mean, this can you can, you know you can compare this to a lot of things. He's looking in a mirror. So this it's a truth. It's a he's saying lines from another movie, but yeah. it's truthful yeah, to it's, him. Yeah, and it compares to him. It compares to even this whole this whole movie of Raging Bull. You right. know, it's it's basically uh, Marlon Brando's uh, character in in uh, on the waterfront. Basically, he's talking to his brother, who's you know kind of you know maybe about to kill him. Um, you know, uh, I forget what how it starts. How does that line start? <laughs> right, uh, Basically, I'm, a, I'm, you know, I got a one way ticket to Palookaville. Um, uh, 
you know, I'm at a peak you reach, uh, then, then, you know, you go downhill and that kind of compares to, uh, you know, Robert De Niro reached the peak. He, he, he got the title and then everything was downhill from there. Right. So, I mean, that's the comparison there. And then, uh, you should, and then, you know, Robert De Niro, you know, again, this is all from out on the waterfront at this point. But he's but, reciting. Uh, but yeah, yeah. He's reciting on the waterfront. But it applies. So you should have looked out for me a little bit. You should have looked out for me a little bit. I think he's um, talking so, about himself, I think. Okay, so is that what you're talking Because Yeah, because he's looking in the mirror. But, I mean, because, you know, in the movie, Marlon Brando is talking to his brother. He couldn't possibly You were my brother. You should have walked out. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, obviously he's not. Because Joey was looking up. Of for course, him. yeah. Like, he was behind him until he got like, to us, destroyed. Like, to us, it would make sense that he's talking to himself. Like, why didn't you look out for me? Like, why didn't I look out for myself? Like... You know, I could have been somebody. I could have been a contender, as the as the lines brought up. But uh, is you know, De Niro's so nuts. Lamada's so nuts. Like, is does he really think this is all his brother's fault? It's possible, but I I I don't think so because I don't think he would have reconciled, tried to reconcile with him, the way he did. I, yeah, I, I think that's he's true. got an understanding that it's his own fault. Yeah, and even though he's reciting it, he's I think he's realizing that. Um, I think he's taking responsibility yeah. in his own way, and it because because Scorsese wouldn't be so obvious as to just completely rip off the movie and then to blame his own brother, right? Right. I, yeah. I, I don't think so. Although no, I, it does within with the taking the dive, that is actually right, a, a yeah. clear parallel, which I think is to me is clear, which is that's the beginning of the end of Jake Lamada, which when he, he decides to take the dive, I think, which is actually sort of like. Yeah, which is the, the whole point of this uh, on the waterfront yeah. dialogue, and I think him looking in a mirror is symbolic he's too. Saying, like, like he's he's saying, saying it to himself, right? Because like, in the beginning of the film, he's reciting no, he's it. He's reciting and, it, right? He's standing there as this big fat slob, with yeah, a busted nose. But he's not looking in a mirror. This end of the film, he's looking in a mirror, right. saying. So I don't think he's blaming Joey. I yeah. think he's he's yeah. reciting a line, but he's staring at himself, which he's he. I don't think he was ever. Uh, had, I don't think he ever had a problem with. Taking responsibility, he yeah. just had a problem with how to, how to, how does, how did, how do you deal with these bad things I do? Which I think was, well, I'm just going to step in the ring and have someone punch my face in, and then I'm okay. And now he's got to find another way to do it because he can't, he can't live in that world anymore. He never yeah. had a, he never understood how to, how to live inside the ring and outside the ring. Yeah, you know, it goes back to the beginning. How do I do it? He, I don't, I don't know that that he, <laughs> that he figures it out. You have to be. He, he tried doing it as a clown. Which failed. Yeah. Right. He can't. He he's he's doing a nightclub guy. Where his old style, he just go beat people up. Right. Yeah. Now he's gonna try to, you know, um, make them laugh by right, cracking yeah. horrible jokes. Yeah. But it doesn't work because that's not who he is. He never really finds who he is as a as a human being. He's an animal, like you say. Yeah. Yeah. I just love how. Yeah. It just basically, he's basically the same as uh, Marlon Brando in Water on the Waterfront. It wasn't his fault that he was a bum. Robert De Niro, it's his fault that he's a bum. You know, I could have been a contender instead of a bum, which is what I am. He you gets know? it. He's guilty. He yeah, knows he's guilty. Absolutely. Okay. okay. I think. Yeah. No, I believe that too. Because, I mean, there's got to be a reason he was looking in the mirror in that scene. That's yeah. got to be symbolic for, I'm talking to myself, like, you've done this. Scorsese's you saying this is different. This yeah. is a different situation. Yeah, absolutely. This is someone who's... Cause, cause, yeah. No, I mean, it begins, like I said, it begins with him reciting lines, in the, <laughs> even in the same outfit, reciting lines, right. trying to right. uh, rehearse for his act or whatever. He's not in a mirror. The end, he's in a mirror. Yeah. 
Yeah. That must mean something. Absolutely. And then, of course, with any uh, Scorsese movie, ends with a Bible verse. <laughs> uh, with you know, I, I, I don't so, know if this has anything to do with the movie. No, it seemed to be a tribute to a dead friend. Yeah, yeah that's what I thought, too. I, I just wanted to make sure we were on the same page there. Yeah, I read because it. That didn't, didn't make any sense of yeah, it. Yeah, it didn't fall in line with no, what he I was didn't doing. Get it I once was blind and once, you know, now I can see. I don't know how that applies to Jake LaMotta at yeah, all. Yeah, <laughs> no, not at all. Okay. <laughs> no. I, I just wanted to make sure that wasn't part of the movie. Yeah, and then and then the movie sort of ends, and then it goes back to the yeah. great score. Yep. And I just and then I just sort of sat there and just... Yeah. It was very, it was very sad. Yeah. It it is. I mean, you see this rise in the fall. You see this uh, slow descent into madness. I mean, that's what I like about Taxi Driver is just the slow descent into madness he goes to. Yeah. And just kind of, I, I don't know, I feel like I'm going to relate to Travis Bickle a little more a little than more. Jake LaMotta just because, I don't know. It's, you don't see the same sort of rise and fall in Taxi Driver. Yeah. As in this. This is a clearer, I think. But, yeah, no, 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 definitely. But in a way, I'm sort of done because I think in, in this movie, I feel like the next scene might have been Jake LaMotta, like, you know, under a bridge, under you know, in a cardboard box. Yeah. Doing it is like, you know, punching routine in front of meth heads or something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where yeah. this ends. It, it's it's very sad. No, definitely. Yeah, and he, the score is so powerful. I just I really sort of sat there just numb. I was almost like just feeling just yeah. really depressed at the end I mean, of it. I mean, because how? Uh, yeah, and that's you're talking about the most recent time you watched it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And how many times have you seen it? You'd say uh, over five, less than ten, so yeah. maybe eight. I yeah, know. that's about right for me. But I too. felt more depressed this time seeing it. Yeah. So I mean. I don't know what what the reason is, but yeah. maybe just maybe just really, not just watching it, but really watching it. You know what, what does what does all of this mean? Because everything, you know, someone like Scorsese is just gonna have a throwaway scene, right? Everything's gonna mean something in some way, whether you get it completely or don't. Yeah, he's he has an intention. No, definitely to do something. So, in, in... it was over, and I was just I I felt I felt I felt like I. I felt um, empty in a bit. I, yeah. I felt like this this kind of tore a bit out of me. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. And I think that's what, I mean, not a movie should tear out of you, but I think it should have that emotional thing. I think that's when a movie does its job is when it has that emotional tear from you. I mean, it, it, it means, I don't know, you get that connection from the movie, even yeah. if, even if, you, you know, don't relate uh, to the characters, yeah. you don't relate to any of it. Yeah. But you feel this is powerful. At yeah. some level, this just affects me in some way. Right. And I don't know exactly how or why. All I can say is I think this is you know this is what happens, and and it's it's very strong. Yeah. People are like this, and and people just are set in their ways. You and... don't want to see it, even yeah. though you don't like the guy. You yeah. don't want to see it happen to him. Right. Yeah. You know, you're like because you could. I know you could change it, and you feel like you know I could I could if I had this. You're like you're looking at yourself, and maybe maybe that's how you relate to it. You're like, well, if this was me, I wouldn't do this stupid thing, right? You know, but maybe we do these stupid things, and that's what's so sad. I do those stupid things. You know, we don't do all these dumb things. We don't beat yeah. our wives no. and sell out to the mob and right, do all yeah. this stuff. But we do make you know dumb decisions. Yeah, and we feel stupid at some yeah. point of what we did. You know, like why did I take this job or why did I do this thing? And you feel like a, an idiot. Yeah. So in a way, you can relate. I mean, it's yeah, just it's a symbolic. For, yeah, it's a little harder just because I, I think more moviegoers just see the the exact thing that's in front of them. Yeah. So see, maybe we need to take that guy, back. 
Yeah. Maybe 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 there's there's this there's this larger Yeah. This is the larger statement. Maybe about, there's just something we can do more. Just like he said, you know, you have you have, I have small hands, I'm never gonna be able to fight Joe Lewis. I'm never gonna be able to fight <laughs> right. the greatest. Like are are we connected to it because we're never gonna be able to you know be our greatest? Are we never gonna be able to do this because we just never were given that given that gift or given that Yes, you gotta deal with what you yeah, got, right? You, yeah. you gotta deal with the hands you yeah. have and you can't you're going nuts over something that you don't have. You, yeah, you're gonna go insane, right? Right. Yeah, maybe that. Maybe <laughs> it's weird. I, you know, I know. It, it seems totally unrelatable, but actually, as we talk through it, I, I do see that. Yeah, I, yeah. I, you, I, you can relate. Yeah, it's not a literal relation to him. It's just a. It's a feeling. Yeah, and that's what feeling, it, it's yeah. sort of this vague feeling. And as you talk it through, it makes more sense. Yeah, and sometimes you feel like every everyone's out to get you, so you're like, what, what the hell? Why can't I get just, ahead? Yeah, it's, just like maybe Jake Lamada. Maybe it's just a stupid boss. Yeah, or just something. Yeah, right. And just like Jake Lamada, he feels like everyone's out to get him. Like. What do you mean you? What do you, what, what do you, <laughs> why are you including you with them? You know, right. you know it's crazy, like but maybe not. Yeah, maybe maybe Jake Lamont's got uh, got a got a point going here. There's a lot to learn from yeah, this movie. Absolutely, and Scorsese, he's, he's just a genius. And and De Niro, I mean, De Niro makes it. And, yeah, I mean, if you're gonna watch De Niro this, and Pesci, I should say De Niro the two and Pesci, of them, yeah, amazing. This trio, what? Uh, so what do you choose? I mean, I know you like uh, Raging Bull better, but uh, how do you compare this to Deer Hunter? I know you you're kind of fond of Deer Hunter. Yeah, Deer Hunter's great, but this is Deer Hunter was more of a performance by De Niro and yeah, Walk, and, especially at the end, Savage. What do you like better, Deer Hunter or Taxi Driver? I'll take Taxi Driver. Yeah, Deer Hunter. Well, Deer Hunter is an emotionally gutting movie. Uh, it's like sort of like. Not great quality mm. picture, uh, but the the end is awful. Right. <laughs> I mean, De Niro goes back to get the. I don't know the people. The, well, Meryl Streep's in it, but she's kind of annoying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry, but you know, De Niro goes back goes back to Vietnam to get the Christopher Walken character because he, you know, they all sort of agreed that you know you're not going to leave me. And he's gone insane. They they all go insane uh, playing Russian roulette because that's what they were forced yeah. to do as prisoners. And he blows his head off. Yeah, and it's horrible. I mean, I mean, the Russian roulette scene I think is the most suspenseful. Scene you don't really, slash, yeah. You know, you don't really most think he's intense gonna, scene of all time. I you don't think say. it's really going to happen. Yeah. Absolutely. And when it happens, it's like emotional pain. Yeah. But and uh, I, I don't know that this. I don't know that. Uh, what was it? Seventy six or something? Seventy eight. 78 okay so it's a good it's a great movie it's an it's an emotionally taxing movie uh, but i wouldn't call it um i, I wouldn't put it up in, in the same yeah it's yeah. hard you see it and you, it's almost like when you <laughs> you don't want to see it again yeah it, it's definitely not it's tough it's i wouldn't i wouldn't call it a masterpiece where you were like okay this is good and i want to i want to go like you know take a bite out of this thing again because it, it has something that i want to experience right. again this this hit on something very emotionally difficult, and you do it, and you're done, and then you and after that you reevaluate it, right? And you're like, I don't know, this was there's parts of this that I'm not sure are just, are as are right. You yeah, know? just the scene at the end with uh, when Christopher Walken finally goes, and it's just like De Niro's reaction to that is just like, oh, I know, I think oh. I, I I think I mean, well, whatever, but. I th- I think I cried for like twenty minutes. Yeah, like that's just like 
It could have been Powerful. just. It could have been my state at the moment of seeing it, or just whatever. Well, that's I was, what I love about movies. Then. Like, well, that and that's what I love and hate about movies. It's just like whatever certain emotional state you're in, yeah, you can it totally take totally. a different movie. Like you can take a movie a totally different way than someone else could. Yeah, that I like about it, but also I hate about it because <laughs> I I wish I was in a certain emotional state when. I saw one movie just because I think I would have felt it right, more. Right, because someone's and, like, hey, you got to see this yeah. because when I was doing it, I felt uh, this thing and this did this to me. And you're like, right. you watch it like, Bleh. Uh, Exactly. Like, that, yeah. Even sometimes when I'll watch a movie where it so hit me emotionally and then I'll watch it again where I'm not, not in that emotional same. state. And it's yeah. just like, eh. But I do just... feel like Deer Hunter drags. Yes, absolutely. And I think if it was made today, I don't know what it would have been done. But I know. It would... I think it would have been a lot shorter. Um, yeah, it would have been but, two uh, hours instead of three yeah. or however long it is. Although when they sing, uh, when they sing around the pool table, I'd keep all that. Oh God, yes, please. It, the pool. T- I mean, both times. I mean, the pool table, the singing at the end with the uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. God bless America. God bless America yeah. Even if you're, you don't even like America, that still is just such a powerful scene. And no, then, of course, uh, yeah, totally. We're and then um, born into that. But yeah, the. I love you, baby. Yeah, that's oh, the best. Oh, my God. That's the, oh, I love They're that. all like, ban it, yeah. ban it. Yeah. That's Brilliant. Um, but, yeah. Anyways, Raging Bull. Uh, great movie. Check it out if you haven't seen it before. Um, I'm, I, dude, I had a lot of fun talking about it. That's incredible. You you guys, you just, okay. So, if you don't watch it, well, first of all, watch it. Yes. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Like, again, this is one just of those movies it. where it doesn't matter if you just heard us talk about it in Honestly, every single scene. Like, If, if you're going to sit and watch any other movie that's been out in the last 10 years don't just go watch this first <laughs> just, don't but if yeah. but if you're not gonna go if you, if you really just can't handle watching this incredible movie just go watch some of the scenes that we talked about which i'm sure you could find on youtube uh the long shot which is probably readily available which yep. is good on its own honestly yep, absolutely most of this stuff just go watch the movie it's a great movie you may not get all the things yeah. but it's... but now that we've said all them i think they may be more obvious yeah someone that's gonna go see see it's, it for the first time it's a great movie for like young filmmakers who are trying to get into you know experimentation this is like, a raw like movie this is a, this is a good movie to study like yeah this is, should be like in all film schools like to study it probably is but <laughs> i'm it's sure not, it's like yeah. in the curriculum but yeah. like this is this movie has things going on like we said that has uh you know, the things that happen in this movie are like common in all movies now. Right. Yeah. So it's sort of like listening to like I don't know Led Zeppelin or something that like all rock bands all do the same stuff. But if you don't understand where the beginning comes from or or one of the one of the beginnings, then uh, it doesn't count as much. Right. You know, yeah. you you need to understand the foundations. This right. is one of those foundational movies, and like we said. We started here saying we don't relate to this character, and as we talked about, we actually, we actually, we kind of get it. We get it, and actually, in a more, in a deeper level. Yeah, in a deeper level, you do relate to him. You understand, like, it's a feeling. It's not like the actual things that are happening. Right, how you, yeah, feel about those things. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, Raging Bull. If you have not checked that out. Check it out. It's been uh tw- thirty seven years, so I think yeah, it's about this the is time a really to check it out. new movie. I think this yeah. one just came out of Blu-ray. Definitely. Uh, but yeah, all right. That is our show, folks. Dave. Yes. Thanks. Glad to be here. Yes. This is a truly, you know, this changed my life. <laughs> <laughs> Good. <laughs> Your life goal has been changed. Yeah, I was, you know, I was wandering around and I didn't know what to do. And now that I've been here, it's just going to be my focus Good. forever. Good. I'm glad. I'm, I'm so glad, glad to reach these great people. But 
<laughs> listen to you week after week. I know. Thank you so much for listening, folks. Be, be sure to follow us at BlockbusterCast. Uh, email us any questions, any topics you want us to discuss at uh, bbentertainmentcast at gmail.com. And uh, follow our YouTube channel, which is also Blockbuster Mentality. Uh, but yeah, Dave, we're going to have to have you on again. I'll Raging come on Bowl. anytime. Yeah. Yep. Happy to be here. It was great, great to, to do discuss it. that with you. Any final words? No, I love movies. That's it. I love you. All right, folks. That is our show. Again, thanks to Davo for joining us today. And uh, we'll see you next week with some uh, maybe some Wonder Woman talk. But uh, until then, grab some popcorn. Grab some snacks. I'll catch you guys at the movies. Yeah.